bro, come and get this wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Or in my case, come get this wet ass pussy, as I like to say. That's disgusting. Why don't you start <laughs> this very special episode with that? God damn it. What's the business, guys? It's your boy, Jester954, back on the podcast again with everyone's favorite uncle, Uncle Aaron Claude Miller. That's correct. Uh, I saw my niece, actually. They, so my sister moved up to Georgia um, at the beginning of the month, and uh, they came down for the like a couple days this weekend, and so hung out with them for a little bit. That was cool. Um, got to be an uncle again. That was fun. Okay, that's we cool. played with a remote control Bronco. And uh, she couldn't turn, but she could drive it straight. You know, she's four, so <laughs> she could drive it straight. She was learning to turn, but um, I asked her what its name was, and she said Black Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, bro, you can't, you can't be creative, huh? She's a kid. Kids are stupid. Yeah. It was funny, Kids though. Are... Then she started saying Black Wheels was a, a dragon and was her baby. She was talking to it. It was pretty funny. That's um, pretty neat. Yeah, so it's been a it's been two weeks. Uh, well, yeah, it's been two weeks. Um, hold on, it's been two weeks. Uh, where you know, well, also just to to start it off, just want to let everybody know this is somewhat of a special episode. Uh, so sorry for that crass introduction. <laughs> uh, this week we're going to be talking about sure this PlayStation State of Play whatever, but basically the fact that. It's the end of a console generation, and we're moving forward into the future. And the future is PS5. God. So we're going to be going over um, just the PlayStation exclusives, basically maybe pretty much trying to tie, you know, when, what is it, whittle, whittle down uh, the number one best PlayStation exclusive game of this PlayStation 4 generation, excluding remakes from PS3 and 2. And unfortunately, so you can probably guess our choices, but that's okay. Maybe. Yeah, it's <laughs> our our picks. Uh, we asked you guys to write in and let us know your picks. We have a couple. Yeah, we've got a couple, uh, and they match ours. <laughs> <clears throat> a little bit. So um, so just want to let you guys know this is a little bit of a PlayStation-eccentric episode. Um, no hate towards the Xbox crowd. Yeah, it's our just last, we don't really play Xbox very much. Our last episode was an Xbox uh, exclusive episode. We did the Series X reveal, and it oh, got true. it got really bad downloads. Meaning probably not a lot of people play Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Um, you did ask. Uh, I'll tell you uh, after you know after the episode. Just remind me. I'll, I'll give you our stats. Oh, okay. He was just asking about kind of like where we're at, you know, download wise and stuff, which. Yeah, that's um. You know, I was just you know I was we're just at three million an episode, this. so it's you know yeah three million people <laughs> listening an episode. That's that's okay. You can bump those it's numbers okay. up. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to net um, that Spotify deal that Joe Rogan got. Um, yeah. So I can. I mean, it's, they kind of lowballed him a bit, you know. But uh, what was it? Two hundred yeah, million. I mean, we have you know we've been here for a while. It's been I think six seven years now that you know counting the old name of the podcast and mm -hmm. frequent lineup changes. Hell, I got fired like three times. <laughs> uh, they kept hiring. Oh, you want to come and be on? Oh, hey, we're going to go separate ways. And then, But now it seems like your boy is, you know, I think uh, I'm allowed to drink from the same water fountain as them now. So, uh, but I was thinking about, you know, we like doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. We like hearing from you guys and um, we appreciate you guys listening. So I was just wondering like, hey, what's our numbers at and what's our engagement at? And, I was actually later on going to throw out a little call to the listeners to see, you know, let us know anything that you think, anything you'd be interested in seeing us do. Um, would you like Aaron to start an OnlyFans page? Um, <laughs> things like that. But, uh, but we'll get into Dude. all that jargon later. 
I saw the funniest video today. Uh, Trevor, a listener of ours, actually. Um, I don't want to say his government name, uh, you know, his yeah. last name, but he'll know who he is because... Uh, he, yeah, he's the homie. He, yeah, well, he'll know who he is because he posted this video. <laughs> it was this video <laughs> of this dude fucking trolling people on basically um, o- Omegle, which I think is the new version of, like, chat roulette. Like, you can just basically chat with strangers. Bro, that's, that shit is old. Have you seen that guy, though? The guy who looks like a pretty ass girl. No, well, so he what he does is he puts fake tits in his shirt and he only shows his titties. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. And then dudes are like, <laughs> "I want to suck your tits," and then he's like, "Do you want to suck my dick, daddy?" And he like <laughs> fucking puts the camera up and he's got like a full head of tattoos like at the top of his head. I'm, I'm sure it's old because uh, I don't know anything about it, but it was so funny. Yeah. He just did he. <laughs> there's one where he's talking to this dude, this just young kid, you know, so like twenty, and he's like. So I just started rapping. Do do you want like would you be cool to listen to some? And the kid was like, Yeah, man. And he's like, All right, hold on, let me go get my mic. And he stands up and he's just got his fucking ass cheeks out. He's like got his shorts pulled into his <laughs> ass cheeks and he's like, be right back. And the guy's like, Ah, this too funny, this too funny. <laughs> but then most of the time he's just fucking with creeps. Like what you see is he you can see they have a chat like on the side and it's got like a lot of messages because he has them doing weird shit. Like he has a guy pouring mustard onto his face <laughs> and mm-hmm. you could tell he told him like, if you pour yellow mustard on your face, I'll show you my titties. And then he has the guy doing it and he's like, look at you, you fucking idiot. Look at you, you loser. <laughs> Suck my <laughs> dick. And then whatever. It's pretty funny because it's like just yeah. creepy dudes. It's like There's some like old ass dudes that are just like, I'll, I'll eat your pussy. I'll eat your asshole. I'll, don't, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, and he's like, "Will you eat my hairy asshole?" <laughs> and the guy's like, "No." <laughs> oh, terrible! God, it was Wonderful. so funny. Chat roulette was a motherfucker. I mean, that's ten years old now, but maybe God, it's got to be more. Fifteen years old, maybe. I'm thinking Omegle's ten years old, and chat roulette's got to be the beginning of the internet. Mm, chat roulette was probably like oh seven oh eight, yeah. So like early social media days, but uh fucking i was with my buddy ian we we're with a bunch of friends and we just went on because we were like you know people are saying this shit is crazy it's just a lot of dudes jacking off so we'll laugh at him and we were just like clicking through and there was just a dude like shoving a jar up his asshole and like then there was a dude taking a shit on the floor that's terrible like 10 feet away from the camera just squatting taking a shit and we were like, nah. <laughs> That's all that guy heard was a camera turn on and then someone go, nah. Screaming. I'm pretty sure he hears that pretty often. Oh, yeah. But so that Probably was funny. Content. That that Omegle fucking video was funny because there was dudes drinking toilet water, like licking the toilet. <laughs> There's a kid licking the toilet and he, he goes, how's your dad's asshole taste? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. That was so funny. Yeah, there, there, with that, there is a funny, uh, it's been around the like, little viral little clips and shit. Uh of like an omegle it's two it looks like these two like pretty girls and they're looking at each other with like kind of like hmm and they're like like conventionally pretty girls and there's they're looking at each other and there's like something weird going on and one of them goes why are you so fucking ugly bro (laughs) (laughs) and they go oh and they realize they they figure out because they they, what they do is is they get you know put a wig on and some people have you know uh, softer features and stuff, yeah, yeah, clean sure. shaven, and you can make your and also makeup. Oh, for sure. I, if I shave, makeup, put a wig on, I could look like anyone that. who wears makeup doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so they're like, it's funny they see each other. Like, I think they might even be famous streamers or some shit. I don't know. I think I heard that in a comment, and uh, 
So one of them is like, and what's really funny is as a, as a uh, heterosexual male, they're pretty. Like these are pretty girls. Like I, I would be tricked. And one's like, all right, dude, do your best girl voice. And he's like, I don't have a fucking girl voice. You don't <laughs> have one. And the the dude goes, I totally have a girl voice. But he does it, and he has a perfect girl voice. <laughs> and it's it's super funny, bro. Like these two trolls catch each other. I, it was just a a pretty. Good, it was kind of a meta moment. I think that would count for meta. I still don't really understand what meta is. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, welcome to Nerds the Podcast, where we talk about video games. Yeah, so this week we are going to go over the state of play. I do have some news um, that came out, you know, uh, over those last two weeks. Really, just this last week. Um, But we're mostly going to dive into that, and then we're going to dive into our exclusives. Yeah, so I think it's uh, yeah. I I think we actually have a pretty good amount of stuff because you've got some stuff to talk to. You have a review. I've got a review. I've got some stuff to talk to. There is some cool news, and then you know, the state of play thing, whatever. That was all right, but um, I think the real f- the real focus mentally for me is the breaking down of the exclusives for the PlayStation Four generation, which we had a lot of really great games and continue to have a lot of really great games. Dude, so it's awesome. This podcast came out. Well, nerd porn started on December twenty fifth. We we recorded on Christmas of twenty thirteen. Was our first episode. Uh, mm. And that was, I think, 2013 is the year that PS4 dropped, but we didn't have. It's crazy because the same thing that happened with PS3 is happening with PS4. Where I'm like, God, it has. It's only been out for a little bit, and then you realize it's been like six, seven years, and you're like, Oh shit! Like, yeah, I remember thinking like, There's no way we're upgrading, and I'm like, Yeah, I bought two computers in that time. You know, I've upgraded my computer twice, um, so it makes sense, but. Uh, we'll go into our weeks real quick. I'm going to just be quick. Um, I've been watching Hannibal again, and I love it, by the way. It's on Netflix. Hannibal, I'm not Hannibal Burris? No, Hannibal, the, the TV show. It's all on Netflix Whack. now. Uh, three seasons. It's Kidding. fucking incredible. Um, definitely watch it, because the more people that watch it, I mean, it's trending, so it's getting a lot of views, but the more people that watch it, the more chance there is that Netflix will pick them up and let them make another season, because they're coming up on five years from when it was canceled. Um but it's a it's a good series uh, ending as well. Like the end of it could end the series, or they you know they do have plans to do more. So it could go either way. But been watching that. Uh, I watched Host on Shutter, the Zoom horror movie, like Zoom the video chat software. Um, yeah. it's fifty something minutes, fifty seven minutes. So it's not even really feature length. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Like it's. <laughs> It goes a little too far for me, because uh, it's it's got some really good scares. It's it's they utilize Zoom really really well. It's it's a lot of fun in that way, um, but there's just like two times where they're like demon face, and you're like, mm, I didn't need to see it. You know, like a lot of times yeah. in horror, I'm like, I want to see all of it, but then you watch something like Hereditary where the horror is like in the background a lot. You know, like the weird horrific shit is happening kind of out of focus or you know whatever. Yeah. And you realize that like less is more a lot of times, um, but well, subtle, subtlety can be useful. And then some people just go, "Ooh, look, monster face." Overall, I really enjoyed it though. It's like a probably a four out of five um, for what it is. I think it's really smart. They did a really good job. It's it, it's it's good. It's quick. It was a fun watch, and it was cool because I watched it while I was working today. You know, I just put it on while I was updating some shit at work, and uh, it started raining 
like real bad thunderstorming and i was like perfect weather all of a sudden just like the perfect horror movie weather happened i'm like that's lucky um other than that i've been playing a shit ton of this new soulsborne game when did this come out last thursday it came out or two i think two weeks ago okay i have well it wasn't out the last time we recorded right yeah no it did not i don't believe so so it came out like a little less than two weeks ago yeah, it was a Thursday night that it came out, and we both got it, and I have put, like, 40 hours into it. I've just been, like, on the weekends. The name. Hellpoint. Hellpoint. Oh, I didn't say Sorry. New Souls, like Hellpoint. It's basically Event Horizon meets Dark Souls. Um, yes. And... In fact, the first trophy you get is a trophy called Event Horizon. Yeah, because you... And that's super sick. Yeah, because you're looking at a fucking black hole, which is really cool, but... Yeah, super um, awesome. I am almost done. I'm on, I believe, the last boss, but I have another... I'm doing, like, a side quest for a boss that uh, then I'm going to kill him because I've already done one side quest. So just so you know, Jesse, I'll tell you, like, whenever you get to demon bosses, like, there's two big demons. One of them's really cool. He's, like, fucking sitting Indian stuff or, you know, whatever they call it now, crisscross applesauce. Uh, He's sitting Indian style. Yeah, sitting in the cell, floating with like, you know, like meditating with like his two fingers in the air, you know, like doing the Baphomet almost. Oh, uh, as above, so below. Yeah. And anytime you see those, go to the demon world. There's going to, you'll find a demon world, you know, symbol nearby and uh, go there and then you can talk to them. Because if you just walk in, they'll fight you. Um, and hmm, so. So if I see them like doing the, the pose. No, well, so you will see demons like you're gonna walk in and if you see you're fighting like one dude looks like diablo like literally like diablo big fucking bullhorns like giant dude yeah like those things that walk around with the big spears yeah only like fatter like almost like the elephant guys in dark souls 2 uh like kind of that shape but demony um oh okay cool if you see him you know you can talk to him the the one demon they have to drop in in uh port isodune the hell world that we you know the one we called hell or demon zone because it's really scary when you go in there um that's just like an optional boss but he um he he you don't you don't get a demon zone to go to him because it blocks it um but yeah if you see that those are side quests and i actually there's a guy you talk to and i attacked him the first time and something very cool that hellpoint does is if you attack an npc and then you die they are not still aggroed Oh like, snap! I didn't yeah, know that. I even walked it's into the useful. first Diablo boss and fought him, and I almost killed him, and then I died. You know, he got a lucky hit on me, and I died. And then I saw I was at, I was looking up something his location because I couldn't remember how to get back to him. It was one of those things that like there's it's pretty labyrinthine. That's one downside to Hellpoint is it's very samey in terms of when you're in a zone, it looks like all just like the same. You know, there's like a lot of the same looking corridors and things, so you can get yeah, lost. Yeah, a little bit. Dude, the end, you're in this like pyramid world thing, and it's like Sick. I get lost so much. And you have to find four seals, and then you use them to unlock this this like central elevator that takes you up to meet God, basically. Well, you meet the original creators, because you're like this weird AI human that's like 3D printed. Yeah, um, I was going to say, look, at the beginning kind of looks like you're cloned or like, yeah, oh, you're almost 3D printed. Yeah, that's a good way well, to put it. You find out a lot. Like, you, you, you get a lot of story in this. It's not all in the items. You get, like, uh, lore bits from, like, these handprints in the wall. 
mm-hmm. and you'll you read it's all it's very event horizon but instead of demons it's more like the ai there are demons and then gods you know whatever but it's like the ai that they created killed them in some way but it's very good uh so yeah it's a 100 percent dark souls ripoff but I was going to lower the score because it was very broken when it first came out on consoles. Um, I was crashing like this one boss. You have to drop into a hole to fight him. And if I dropped in there, I hard crashed. Like the game blue screened my PS4. Like I didn't have to reset the PS4, but it hard crashed the game. Um, But then they patched over the weekend. It fixed that and it fixed a lot of my issues. Like multiplayer came like because when it first came out, you know, you and I were planning to play together because another very cool thing they did was full co-op, not summon yeah, dude. and, you know, when you kill a boss, the person leaves. No, no, no. I go where you go. If I come to your game, if you teleport, I teleport. If we kill a boss, I'm still in the room and we move on. And any item you get, I get. So Yeah, man. That's what that the, the co-op, the way they made it work is it's like so convenient and um I'm kind of thankful that they did that because, you know, it's what we've been saying games, forever is like a souls game where we could just play together, not like have to link up like Dark Souls one, put your, you know, before remake, put your soul over here, your summon sign down over here and hope no one else takes it, you know? Like Yeah. Just let me join and no currency required. You don't need to farm anything to be able to co-op. Yeah, it's just free open like you want to play, here's what you you hit a button and it gives you a summon code. Just tell your friend the code, it's an eight digit code and it just connects your games and it's super fun. It was difficult cuz in the beginning that was it wasn't even working I think for the first week, I yeah. believe. The no, it was it was the first weekend. So uh up through Tuesday I think of last week. So yeah, it is two weeks old. Um the yeah up until like tuesday or wednesday last week but then this weekend you and i played together but i have soloed every boss it's funny because i can't do that in dark souls one i could probably solo every boss ornstein and Smo would take me forever and you know whatever and i've soloed most of them four other kings, than dog four kings i saw i soloed um, you solo four kings i hate that boss yeah i had to do it on my giant dad because you have to do enough damage that's the problem yeah you have to do a ton of damage if you're strong and fast enough, you can kill kill it in three. Yep, I Crazy. could not, but um, I've soloed every boss in Dark Souls one except for Ornstein and Smo, and Dark Souls three. Yeah, I probably haven't soloed most of them. Like I haven't soloed them uh, in New Game Plus. I kind of went through. That's normally my my mo now is like, you. I'm not equipped. Like I'm not good enough to solo every boss first try because in New Game regular like just new game i don't have upgrades you know i'm not i'm like at a disadvantage and that's kind of the point um but in new game plus i feel like i've got all my tools my toolkit you know i'm ready to go that's what i did in bloodborne i've soloed every boss in that except for the thumerian queen and ludwig probably oh Oh, and orphan orphan of cause that motherfucker got me yeah he's a bastard i didn't do the dlc the the crazy part is Lady Maria in that one I soloed first try first time walking through the boss door never watched a video nothing just walked through and it was close but I had learned to parry at that point Bloodborne has the best parrying because it's just yeah. instant it's like it's not like an animation you have to wind up that's what I realized is like in Dark Souls you have to like wait for your shield. You, know, you have to know the exact timing of it. It's so fucking yeah. Every bad. weapon has every shield has a different parry style. Mm-hmm. Not every shield, but every class of shield yeah, yeah. has a different p- 
Perry style, and then also it depends on the what attack is your enemy using. So it's very precise. Freaking uh, Bloodborne is just to tap L2 at the perfect yep. time. If they're and you're attacking you, a shot. shoot it, bitch, <laughs> and you'll usually get a nice, uh, you know, parry. Um, but anyway, so Hellpoint is it's really good, man. Of the Souls likes, and I struggle to put Neo in that because I think Neo has some Souls uh, DNA, but it does enough that I'm like, I don't know that I'd call it a Souls like. You know, it's like it's got the I would like definitely call it a Souls like. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. I just don't know that I put same. it in the same category as like a Hellpoint. You know. Yeah, Hellpoint is straight up Dark Souls. Yeah, like Hellpoint, Neo The Surge, uh, Lords of the Fallen, you know, Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of true games that are like, I want to make Dark Souls. I think yeah. of those, Hellpoint might be my favorite. Like, Lords of the Fallen, I beat. I soloed it as well because I don't even know that you could summon in that. The Surge, I hated. I don't think so. Uh, the Surge 2, though, does kind of look good. I kind of watched some videos of it and I was like, shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be a lot cooler, and it's supposed to have some really cool boss fights. I might even have said it last time. There's supposed to be one specific boss fight in Surge 2 is, like, super-duper cool. Yeah, it's like uh, a beast guy, right? Like a werewolf type thing? No, it's like a it's like a fucking robot. It's this weird, like, future-ass robot that, like, dives into the ground, and it looks really neat. It almost looks like a sentinel from the the time, Days of Future Past Marvel okay. uh, X-Men movie almost. It's really neat looking. I like it. But the Surge does not have multiplayer, and that's where I get, like, that's why I couldn't beat Sekiro, because, like, if if I get stuck, like, there's a point where I'm just going to quit. You know what I mean? Like, if I hit a wall hard enough, like, you know, there's been a couple of bosses, like, the cat boss is the only one, the Cobra Cat. You and I were party chatting, and I was, that's the only time I've raged in this whole game. And I have died some dumbass ways, because it is janky. Even with like the newer patch that kind of fixed a lot of the issues, there's still some jank. Like, yeah, and jumping. also it's thirty bucks, so don't you know? Yeah, yeah. People, like, be wary. Yeah, it's it's a it's not a sixty dollar game, and it I'm I put forty something hours into it, so it's worth well worth the money if you like Souls likes. Um, and if you wait, you know it's going to go on sale at a certain point, and you're just going to benefit from patching and stuff. So I mean. I'd prefer people who are interested buy it now because I want these guys to be able to make a sequel and have some money to pump into it, maybe get some backing from Sony, you know? Yeah, because, you know, we want to, like... Like, I'm ha- I'm having trouble getting myself to buy the Grand Blue Fantasy versus DLC packs because I really want to support them, but it's a giant company with tons of money, and these guys are a tiny build, I believe. Yep. It's like an independent studio. So say... for an indie studio to come out with a Souls-like... And for it to be this cool, I would like to support them because they kind of deserve it. And if if we want this game to get better, then we should support them. Yeah. And I want to say there's nine people that worked on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like nine or I think uh, someone might have told me 15. Yeah, I, some I like low number. I want to say nine just because I think I saw it on Reddit, but who knows. Um, nine. Very good. Uh, very much enjoyed it. I was going to take it down to like a three out of five, but it's... Because I was going to give it a 3.5. Then I dropped. I was going to drop a half a point or a whole point because of how broken it was. Because it was mm-hmm. like I couldn't play. I couldn't progress, you know? Yeah. Turns Th- out I was got actually lost. a funny meme. I think that boss chamber that you were talking about that would mm-hmm. crash had like a name. And uh, on the Hellpoint Reddit, somebody was like, me, every time I try to load, and it was like, you know, 
Valdir's chamber mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was like a gif. I don't know what it's from. Some kind of jackass shit of somebody in a shopping cart and someone just running and ramming that shopping cart into like a pillar. <laughs> Basically crash. Yeah. And it's yeah. like every time I try to go into this room, crash. And uh, so, yeah, if you're if you're hard crashing on a specific doorway to the point where people have enough time to make memes about it and get upvotes, then, yeah, your shit was fucked. Um, but, yeah, so sorry that that's not a dismissive. No, you're good. I agree with you, and that's why I was going to put it down. But then I put it down for two days, I want to say, and then I saw a patch come through. So I'm like, oh, I'll play it. And then I played it, and it was perfect. And then multiplayer worked, so then we got to work together. And there was some jank there. Like, randomly, I just couldn't see one mob in your game. Remember that? That big guy with the fucking pitchfork? Yeah, I'd be like, run, run. There's a giant fucking mini boss dude. And you're like, what are you talking about? And then you'd get hit, like, super hard. All of a sudden, and all of my health would be gone almost. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, pretty funny. Another cool thing for my souls like fans, when I'm summoned, if I die or you know, if if I summon Jesse and he dies, I can give him some of my life and he'll come back to life. Like I can respawn him basically. What, yeah, what is it you do? You do some a cool animation. Yeah, you do like a weird summoning Oh, ritual. you do like a Harakiri, you stab you you stab yourself. Right? Yeah. Wasn't it like, like you do like a suicide thing and the, then uh you, then the other guy comes the other guy gets some of your health. The only thing I'd say that's like that sucks a little bit is you don't get to pick male or female. So if like if you're Jesse Candelori and you wanna be your you know, your character that you play in every game, you know, she's played pretty much all these games and she always makes a very similar um character, a female character, she's named after her dog. Um you know, you won't get to do that, which sucks. But yeah, that's where I hopefully would... we can pump some money into these guys. And then they can, you know, because that's clearly somewhere they had to cut a corner. Yeah. I mean, because I was bummed because I lately have done the same. Like, I would always make either Jester or whatever. But I've recently made a new female character that I'm putting in, like, all of my games. And I was like, oh, like, at least, bitch, give me at least, like, a fucking. Well, don't you get, like, a female face as a mask later? Uh yeah, I mean I have a mask that has lipstick on. Yeah, but I was then wearing again, you're, it for you're, you're locked to the, the the ability traits of that mm-hmm. item, which sucks. It's actually pretty good. It has pretty decent resists. Um, but yeah, it's that that's like one downside. But there are so many, dude. There are so many weapons. Like, at first I thought I was like, all right, I'll have similar to like Bloodborne, like you know, twelve weapons, whatever. Armor sets aren't as much there's probably 20 you know which is a good amount but i mean and they're spread but really like if you're going strength like me if you're going like a quality build like strength and reflex there's only really two armor sets to wear because Mm. unless you go if you're trying to go like big tank then you can wear that eva like the space suit because that's really heavy um but I'm now wearing the cross shield guys, like those knights with the white armor. I'm wearing their armor set. Yeah. Those guys are cool. Yeah. Uh, and I just found a giant two handed sword. But it's interesting because basically you can't two hand your weapon. But if you have it in your hand only, like if you don't wear a shield, your L1 will be a special attack usually. Some kind of special oh, move. Cool. Either a, like some of the one handed weapons, you just do a kick. But. The one of the off the officer's glaive, I want to say the the sword that you and I use a lot, that one has like a two handed slam down stab thing. So yeah, yeah, lots of oh, cool yeah, stuff. Some yeah, they have like special moves and special states. Like one sword, you you like you press a button and it like 
extends itself with like a laser extension blade. Mm-hmm. Pretty so sick, yeah, man. you using a weapon will level it, and you will get. So really, it's the what you're leveling when you increase the stats on something is a module that you put into it, which is really cool too because. A, it only takes souls. They don't have any crafting materials, which I love. Like, they have crafting materials to create weapons, which there's a whole thing with that. You get blueprints, and you can create versions, like, stronger versions of weapons. You have to basically destroy the weapon, but you create a new version. It's either imbued with something or whatever. That takes crafting stuff, but that's all pretty easy to find. You just dismantle things, and you find, like, items that give you a bunch of that stuff. Because I have hundreds of thousands of it, because I don't craft that much. Um, Yeah. But the item increasing, you know, like the stat increasing on items is tied to these modules that you're slotting into them. So if you're increasing the level of an item, you're really only increasing the module. So you can play around and try out new weapons. Like you just swap that module to a new weapon and now that's a plus eight. Yeah. Which is Yeah, great. it's pretty deep when it comes to all that, like the crafting of the weapons, the number of weapons and that whole thing where you can move a module to another weapon it's actually deep enough to where i don't even get it yet i haven't put as much time in as as you because you really got got bit by the bug by this game and you've been playing but um i still need to like look up some videos like hopefully some people have made them if you weren't playing bloodborne you'd have been all in for sure i was playing a ton of fucking grand blue and yeah well i'll get into my week when i later get into so anyways i'm gonna give it a four out of five that's, Seems I, fair. I think it's a good game that can be great. Like, it has some really good moments. I would say, if there's a couple of like things I'd love to see in the next games, maybe some more unique bosses. Some of the bosses are just bigger versions of mobs. You know, like yes. you fight. You remember the angel chick with like the weird three-headed scythe? That no. Yeah, we got killed by it. Angel. Oh no! I'm sorry. I think I got killed another person because I we didn't go there in your game yet. Um, there's these like, the, remember the armor I showed you that I said looked kind of like weirdly like a vagina. Yes. Uh, th- that's their armor. Um, okay. Though there's like a boss that's just a big one of her, and then there's a like you fight another boss that's like that first boss again, but a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Like that lady with the smoke coming out of her. Yeah, like shadow I, shadow dude, lady. I fucked so many of these bosses up first try, like. There, there is a cool thing in Hellpoint as well, and I'm going to finish on this. It has the power fantasy that Dark Souls doesn't really give you. You know what I mean? Where you get it in Dark Souls with mobs, but never really with bosses, which is you go back to an area and you're just fucking dominating shit. You know, like that that feeling of like, holy shit, I'm strong. That translates I know, man. When I learned to how bosses. to kill Pursuer and I could crush him, that was, I felt pretty boss. For sure, for sure. I'm... I'm not saying Dark Souls doesn't make you feel awesome. It's more that you never feel overpowered. Oh, correct. Because they don't let you be. Exactly. I mean, you can hack the game and give yourself a billion souls and level everything to a million. But the hard caps do yeah. not allow you to be overpowered. You can still die. Yeah. And so there are some bosses like that in Hellpoint. But man, there was like a couple of these mini bosses, like kind of like the mid-level bosses. Pfft. I would like four shot them. Like I would chunk their health, like not four, maybe six hits. Like I would chunk an eighth of their health at a time. Yeah. Which is insane. But then I fought that Diablo boss and it took me 10 minutes because I had to strategically only hit here and there. You know, I had to like run in, attack, 
bait and attack, dash backwards, you know, try to get away because he fucking hurt. So, um, but yeah, it's a very good game. There's whole parts of it I have no, like, I still haven't even touched. Like, the, um, there's like ranged weapons that you can use instead of a shield that. Yeah, there's can, like guns and yeah, like dude. cannons and laser rifles and shit. And by all accounts, they're, they're, it's worth wearing them more than a shield. Cause you, I mean, I block shit just because I can. You know what I mean? Like, my gut is, my gut instinct is I would just two hand a weapon if I could. Yeah. Um, but I just don't have the stats. Like, and now I'm level eighty, so it's like thirty thousand souls to level. Yeah, we sh- and- we should warn that you start at level one, everything, and the the stats are all very different things. So if you're not going to be using whatever the fuck foresight is, don't waste your levels on it. Yeah. And so I would say the first thing you need to do is get some fucking stamina. Stamina. When you start that game, you health. have zero stamina, and you feel trapped. Yeah, everything you do, you are now zero stamina. That's what I was raging about with the Cobra Cat, as we call it, and it was because like you have to block a lot in that. Like the idea is like you block his attacks and then hit him, right? Because normally yeah. in in our minds, you know, from Souls is like rarely block on bosses. Like it's worthless. You know, you're you're trying to roll. Yeah. In this, you're wasting too much stamina if you're rolling because his attacks are like twelve in a row, and yeah, yeah. because he's whipping these like horn snake things around whatever and so i was raging and then i was like i'm just gonna fucking pump a couple points into stamina. i'm gonna go farm do that i put like four more points into it and then the next time i killed him first try and it was just because i blocked like i just changed the strat um but yeah definitely that's a really good tip start out pick a stat like the thing that sucks is you don't create a class so there's no like starting gear you just have a pipe like everyone gets this pipe axe that you start with yeah so yeah, it's it's a little dire in the beginning. You feel a little lost. You don't. You feel really weak, and you're kind of like, "What's going on?" Like I feel like that first two hours could lose some people if they're expecting too much out of this. If they're going into this thinking it's a triple A Bloodborne Dark Souls, like you have to understand, this is a indie de- indie developer. It's a thirty dollar game. Not to say it's a shitty game. But, you know, there's one thing when you're watching the Scorsese film, what you're going to expect. And there's another thing when you want to watch Talladega Nights and just laugh. Yeah. So, And that is one, that's another thing I would give it a knock for, is like, they should give you a choice of starting gear. Because if you want to make another build, you're stuck with that pipe axe, which does okay damage, and you can upgrade it so you can do some damage, but like, until you find a reflex weapon, you know, until you find a weapon that you want to use to, you know, your foresight stat or whatever, and you're going to be kind of fucked. Like, yeah, you're not going to find armor. Every build, you have to start from scratch. Yeah, and you well, can't drop items. I tried because I was like, oh, I'll drop Jesse some gear. Like, you know, I can give you some shit so that you have a little bit of an advantage, you know, to start out because you'll find it. And you find duplicates of everything. You'll f- they, they, they know that you can progress through the game in different directions. So they put a couple of things in two spots so that if you go to one area, you're going to find it. If you go to the other, you're going to find it maybe a little later, but you'll find it. Yeah. You know? um, because it's all handy stuff. Cause you're basically all going to be wearing the warrior armor <laughs> and you know, like you do get the reflex suit pretty early, which is like the, like this weird leather skin suit, um, which is obviously for reflex users. And it's cool. Cause those things affect stats. Like if you don't have the right stats, it's all going to be negative. Until and then once you have the right stats, you're like, oh shit, this is really strong. You know, like 
Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. But yeah, great game uh, or good game bordering on great. I think if they get a sequel, it's going to be one of those things that like the second one is like, holy, like how people say The Surge is. Yeah. And I think they deserve it. So yeah, other than that, I've been playing Trails from Zero, uh, really liking it. Still, the Trails games are still rocking my world. So where are you game number wise what game because you said there's four 14 games no nine so nine. i'm so on game four, of four. Nine? yeah damn so you got a lot you got a ways to go yeah and this one uh i only did cheats for um money i just gave myself money and the crystals so that i don't have to like farm okay it's and i have you know this one is the pc port so it has the run speed mode which is great um the only way i'll be able to cheat on the next one because it's a psp port is i'm just gonna use the cheat engine to have a speed hack so i can run faster because that's the one thing that like i can't do anymore man like as a grown adult with limited time i can't do the like rpg for people walking in a line you know oh yeah yeah super slow walk respect walk what did you say I hate that band. <laughs> Dare you? That's right. I said it. That's Pantera right. I sucks. Said it. Pantera is trash, bro. You're trash, dude. They're trash. And then everybody who likes Pantera, who wants to pretend to be socially aware and conscious, wants to turn their back and turn their eye that Pantera is a shitty, racist ass, woman beaten, good old American Texas band. And no one wants to admit it. Everyone's like, no, not my beloved Pantera. Fuck you. Pantera sucks. Phil and Summel's an asshole. And also, bro, but even before I knew that being socially conscious and aware was a thing, I was like in middle school and somebody lent me Vulgar Display of Power and I was listening to it. And I was like, huh, pretty sure he's talking about beating a chick up right now. <laughs> I, was like, I know the song mean. you're talking about too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's talking about beating women right now. And, uh, and also... Uh, I don't like their guitar tone, and I I don't like dime. Ba- I don't think Dimebag's that that cool. Everyone thinks he's. I love guitar work, and I just don't think dime. I mean, he's cool. I just don't think he's great. Well, they they were just the, the progenitors in a way of a lot of the kind of hardcore. Um, Fuck them, bro! They were a fucking '80s hair metal. Yeah, uh, dude, that's the one uh, that teased hair, glamour, makeup, Motley Crue band. Look up original Pantera. Photos. Dude, they they should have changed their name because that's some shit that like you want to hide, you know. Like, I just, whatever, it's fine to be in hair metal band, but like, if you're gonna be Pantera, you know, like walk on home, boy, you know, yeah. fucking Good old to be boy, American boy, <laughs> you walk can't be glam home. rockers. Like, they were 100% spandex teased hair glam rock. Yeah, but yeah, I I really like Down as well, Nola. The well, the first Down Al- Down album. Whatever. Um, which is Phil Anselmo's like Southern rock, Southern metal. Which one? He's got that. He's got Super Joint Ritual. He's got. Uh, Super Joint is more stoner jams, right? Like it's more stoner. Yeah, it's like doom stonery mm-hmm. shit. Anyways, let's not talk about garbage music on the show. <laughs> no, dude. Music. We got good reviews on our last <laughs> ending episode. Oh, of our yeah. Episode. <laughs> I forgot. The okay. No, mommy. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, mommy, you no. do the voice so good. <laughs> Just say, don't hit me again. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> mommy, no. Mommy. <laughs> Why are you going to be don't such a me, mommy? bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gracious. God. It's every time it brings a fucking tear to my eye. I wonder if he ever calls his mom and just like says, like, you know, mom, 
thanks for beating the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> now I'm fucking loaded. God. Imagine being oh. his mom who probably never beat him. And not to say that... Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying people don't experience abuse. No, we're not making light of at all. abuse. It's fine. We've all experienced it, myself yeah. included. Uh, okay, I just crazy. think it would be crazy to me if I was his mom and I'm like listening. I'm like, oh, my son's band is on the radio. Great. And then I hear, no, mommy, don't hit me again. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, tell the her coworkers, like, look, my son is. My son just sold a million records. It's a little crazy, but he, you know, David was always a little eccentric, but he's on the radio. There's a million, million sales. Like, take a listen. And then her coworkers just get through the song. They're like, oh, it's a little edgy. And then the end part comes and, mommy, no. And the next day she has a fucking HR center letter. We're going to have to have you come into yeah. a, media, a, a class. And this class you have to attend. And, you know, because if, Either way, you know, like if you're if we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, right? Like benefit of the benefit of the doubt is like he was abused and that was his outlet for it, right? Great. Yeah. Benefit of the like this was artistic expression is like I, you know, imagined what I would feel in that moment, you know, whatever. It's just like that's fine, right? That's that's art. But if you're his mom and you didn't beat him, you're like, bro, (laughs) like, come on, man. That's like daddy from corn, like we were talking about. It's about his babysitter, not his father. But if you're his dad, you're like, bitch, I didn't molest you. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. Yeah, when it comes to the kind of expression, like like art, I'm not sure. I mean, everything I write is kind of internalized mm-hmm. stuff, so I don't actually, like, blame people for things. I, I just kind of internalize things and make them into, like, kind of, like, anthropomorphize things into themselves. And so, I don't know. So, yeah, I've never been, like, a... Like, if I write a song about, like, domestic violence, like, I don't, like, talk about, like, and then she hit me. <laughs> like, it's, you probably won't even know. Yeah. yeah. Like, that it's about that. Except uh, that one song that you were like, no, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh, the name of that song? No, mommy? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they played that at prom. That was the final dance song. It's <laughs> <laughs> just slow dancing to, don't hit me again. <laughs> I know. The oh, best part is we just started the screams, <laughs> Ow! Welcome to the disturbed no mommy part. This is this. We're called nerds with no mommies. <laughs> nerds with no mommies. God. Oh gosh, um, that's pretty much true. Oh, yeah, so, so yeah, you're playing. Yeah, so how's the Cold Steel number four? So Trails from Zero is great. Four, five, six, seven, eight, and four of them are on place are on current gen, right? Mm-hmm. Or three? Yeah. Four, well, so I also ordered. Uh, the Crossbell games that I had. So I bought uh the one I'm playing right now on PC for thirteen bucks from Japan because there was no port, and then I just had to do a translation patch, whatever. The next one I had to basically hack, like I had to get a ROM for a PSP game. So I wanted to buy it, a for legality, you know, just so that like not that anybody, I mean, you know, like who cares about a PSP game from ten years ago, whatever, right? Uh, to yeah. to me, it's more PSP like exists. I know. To me, it's m- more. Well, it was a Vita game. I'm sorry. To me, it's more okay. just like I want Falcom to have my money because they make great games. And if I buy it, the Japanese version, they see it's getting ported here. Maybe they can get money to get it translated because it's the only only two games in the series that haven't been translated are these two games. And they just released them on PS4. Uh, so it's Ao no Kiseki, well, Zero no Kiseki, which is Trails from Zero, and Ao no Kiseki, which is Trails to Azure which are the Crossbell games, the middle two games. 
um, the middle arc of these, you know, there's three arcs. There's the main liberal arc, then there's Crossbell, and then there's Erebonia. And there are these three nations that all, uh, Erebonia and liberal were at were at war at some point 10 years before the story right and mm-hmm. this little story in the middle is of a nation called crossbell which is smashed in between them and so it's kind of you know giving different perspectives and and different stories within those worlds so it's cool and in japan they just brought them onto ps4 but they did not pay for the translation because i mean they are the size of a lord of the rings novel each in terms of um text oh re- readable text mm-hmm. yeah I, I imagine so and so it's it's tough so geofront which is a translation a fan translation group has did uh zero no kiseki which is trails from zero which i'm playing now and it's great like they did a great job but you know it took them a year and so they started uh Ao no kiseki but i'm just gonna play there's like a a different translation that's apparently pr- serviceable it's like good enough but not as great as like the Geofront one will be, but I'm not going to wait a year to then I'll forget, you know? Yeah. So I'll get enough of it. Like people say it's, it's a hundred percent worth playing it with the patch I'm playing it with. Like it's, it's, you get it, you know, and the characters personalities still come through. So, but that's my week. I'm, I'm good. You can, you can go to yours because we're, you know, we're already an hour in almost. All right. Or I got 45 notes. minutes. I'm going to see, I got a review as well. I'm going to be reviewing grand blue fantasy versus, Grand Blue Fantasy Versace, um, which is a fighting game. I'll get to it in a moment. came out a couple months ago, but uh, I just got around to like actually playing it. But I'll get to it in a moment. Um, I had a couple of little notes I had here that I thought was funny. What was one funny thing? Oh, to bring up your, your, your Hannibal for a second, because uh, I know I was making fun of Bab- Babish the other day for that that weird speaking nomenclature shit he did a episode if you don't know what babish is babish is this youtube guy who cooks but he has a show called binging with babish which i just finally get the 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 pun it's like you're binge watching television or movies and he takes like famous dishes from film and tv and he like makes them and he has a pretty good format and yeah i remember he did a hannibal episode it's the one where it's the tv thing too the one where he cooks something but he cooks it like in a shell of clay he cooks Eddie Azard's leg and feeds it to him. Yeah. He tries to find like whatever meat's closest to whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, I thought that was funny. I'll send it to you later. Um, I'm actually like that whole thing, the speaking nomenclature thing, I think I'm just going to eventually turn that into a segment slash bit uh, for another week. Um, one thing I did notice this week uh, was is it's fucking name your game some weird shit week on PlayStation Network. So I'm loading up the PlayStation Store, and I'm going to bre- going to new games. Three of the new games that just got launched have the most, uh, what's the word? Strange names um, that I thought were pretty funny. Um, and one of them is called, you might have heard of this, it's, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, that's based on an anime. Yeah. That's of the, the same name title. Of a game. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon? Familia, myth, some shit. Um, I thought that was pretty funny as a name title. There was also another game that came out this week that's called The Dice is Cast. <laughs> it's like st- phrases, you know? It's like kind of, there's some bands that have weird names. Like there's a band called And They Will Know Us by the Trail of the Dead. It's the yeah. name of your band, you asshole. That's the name of a fucking album. <laughs> um, 
Then there was another game this week that's called Tidwagvir Niemand. <laughs> and when you look at it, it looks like a fever dream. It looks like a uh, it looks like a like eat some acid and play this game. Um, so I just thought it was funny that a couple of these Tidwab games this week. <laughs> Tidwagvir Niemand. T Y D space W A G space V I R space Niemand N I E M A N D. So I just thought it was strange that uh fucking a couple of the names were weird and another game came out this week it's just called prehistoric dude and it's just <laughs> it's like it's five bucks it's just like a little caveman uh caveman mario like looking dude, game not to spoil my thoughts on state of play but man i don't understand the allure of indies um i think it's the accessibility that people have to create games now and the ability to get them put out uh, the way Look, we saw I'm gonna get hate. Symbols put a game out. I'm going to get hate for this, but I don't understand playing platformers now. <laughs> like, Why? I don't understand the allure of games that are reminiscent of games that were developed in a time where they existed only because that was the extent of what could be developed. You know what I mean? Like... Why are we yeah. still jumping on shit? <laughs> like, platforming in a game is fine, right? Like, as a function of something, you know, to, like as a part of a game, a portion of the functionality of a game is great. But if we're just playing Mario, dude, and it's just still fucking jumping on turtle shells, like, I'm good. I fucking Ooh. jumped on 10,000 turtle shells, and I don't need to do it ever again. Ever again. All right. Well, I don't really want to, like, assume on your part, but, like, like games like Mega Man, Castlevania, OG style ones, those weren't really your bag, anyways, right? So, I mean, I loved Mega Man. I sucked at them, but I loved them when I was a kid. Are uh, you sure you did, or did you just think you did? Did well, you actually I mean, play them? I, I mean, yeah, I I beat Mega Man one and two, maybe three, uh, and yeah, I mean, I loved them because like, I don't mean I to be a dick about it. I'm just saying because like I I still all, love those games. Gatekeep, and still will play me. them. Okay, first of all. Don't ever gatekeep me. You gave I'm me not trying to gatekeep you. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just saying. I the know. Fucking I'm just buzzword. saying. Like I do still like playing those games, but so you don't like retroactively going back and playing older games because I I get what you're saying. If somebody puts out like these guys, prehistoric dude, it looks like it plays exactly like Mario, except it's got a prehistoric skin, and it's five bucks. It's not twenty. So I'll say I'll go. I'll 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 say even further. I'd prefer to play an old game. Like, if I'm going to do that, let me just play Super Mario World. You know, like, if I'm going to fucking... Okay, I feel you. Like, that's that's where I'm at. Like, I understand playing Sonic the Hedgehog on Genesis or, you know, an e- emulator of that or whatever. Like, I understand yeah. playing Final Fantasy VI and I'm playing games that are like that. But, like, there's depth to, you know, generations past. And, and there are platformers with depth, I'm sure. And, you know, like, there are games like yeah, this. Yeah, Dead Cells. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Like... I'm Something okay with playing those kind of games, and I understand when the the game has depth in it. It's it's when they're just like these indies that are like you're a bird and you jump, and you're like, why the fuck do I care? Like wh- this isn't even a game. Like you're just pressing one button, basically. You know, there's not. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I see what you're saying because there is. I think what it, what it's kind of what you're kind of getting at is the influx of. There's so many indies, and it's like 
they're just I, I guess it's such a free open market they're just letting anyone who's making a product who will pay the the I'm sure there's got to be some kind of licensing fees they're just letting anybody put a game out because every game we're getting 15 20 new games and if you look at it ha- two-thirds of them are I mean I'll be it's somebody's dream I, I played my whole life mm-hmm. I want always wanted to make my own game and I finally did it I'm 35 and I'm 40 and I made my own video game and you look at it and it's like some shitty not even 8-bit like I get really bored uh, I'm really annoyed when I see all those like super blocky bit looking games yeah and like it's a million things going on and it's like uh, yeah like I, I those ones know. that are like remember what was it media me, asteroid asteroid where you were just a square like a shape and you just shot little squares and blew yeah. up other like when i see games like that now i'm like fuck you like i'm not giving you money yeah. eat my um, shit i'll even damn i'll even throw some shade at some dudes i like uh Colin Moriarty, Chris Reagan, Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast. They put out their first game. Colin Moriarty put out his first game. It's fucking double stick Arkanoid. You know, you know, yeah, Block yeah, Breaker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay, fuck you because it's, you have two pads and each is the control sticks. So you, your brain's freaking out because, like, I mean, I'm not that dexterous and I don't like those kind of old school games. But it's like, dude, you just took an existing game. Albeit you did create new levels and stuff, put some narrative in there. But I think he was like, I want to put a game out. My first game, what's a cheap thing we can do? Let's just make a fucking block breaker. Like, it's just simple XY, um, uh, what is it? Lattice longitude. It's just up, down, left, right. And then it'll be simple enough to make. Let's just see if we can put a product out. And that's kind of what I think he did as a test. And he did sell over ten thousand copies. Physical, of all, he sold all the physical copies were sold, and then I'm sure many copies have been sold digitally. And that's because of the support that they get for their podcast, which I think they deserve. And it's a great podcast. I enjoy them. Uh, but I think it was a test game that he put out just to be like, let's see what happens if we put something out. Because I'm telling you, dog, that game fucking sucks. It's not a bad game if you like Brick Breakers, or if you like Arkanoid. Um, and he's like talking like, oh yeah, the next game's in development. We can't talk about it. Well, I hope you do something with some like, uh, with some kind of um ambition to it, like because that was a fucking that was fucked up. I pay I, I paid for it full price because I wanted to support, and I would like to get the platinum for it, but if and but I don't want to play it because I don't like that game and it's so harder because it's twin stick. If you're gonna put another game out, dude, put a fucking RPG or some kind of mo- movement. I don't know why I wrote on this so much, but um, <laughs> platforms. Well, because platformers, I know, I know what you mean. There's still good platformers out there, and it you're really kind of right. I'd rather go back and play an old game because the old Mega Man's are really good, and even when you get to the Game Boy Advance and the DS with the Mega Man ZX games, they're cool and all, but they kind of fell off, and they don't, they don't touch the magic of the original well and look platformers that said i loved bloodstained ritual of the night or you know whatever the fucking symphony yeah, of the night it. one but i'd rather play symphony symphony of the night like you know i think it did a good job but it, it again it's like when nostalgia becomes the thing like the draw i'm like mm. like if it was a enough of a twist you know if they brought enough new stuff to it i would like it more like if it was a new game you know instead of just like remember mario 
Well, now you yeah. can be Mario, but instead of a plumber, you're a guy who's got a wig on, and when you jump, your wig pops up, and you can use it. You know, like I don't know, some stupid shit. Yeah, like that, you know? I, well, I think it's also kind of the way like the, the the newer Sonic games have been. Sonic Mania, they're made in the old school style with these new Sonic games, and it's like, bitch, just give me Sonic Two. I'm good on Sonic. Just give me Sonic yeah, Two. Yeah, that's all I need. But anyways, so. Most of my notes are news. Okay, so there's the review, and then what have I been playing? I've been hanging out with my boys. My I got my I got my little grocery store gang. The I don't know what our gang name is yet. It's, it's Christian and Alex and I. We, we and our boy Mike jumps in there sometimes too. And uh, we've been playing online. So I've been doing some online gaming. I've been trying to use the online component of my PlayStation to enjoy it. Uh, I like when people leave their party chats open because I'm just randomly just jumping into people's parties and being like what's the business y'all it's your boy jester954 what's going on and <laughs> someone's and they're like who who's who's this i'm like i don't know but your but your friend chris is my friend and he fucked up he left it open i'm in here what's good y'all what are you playing hey man we're just trying to play 2k man hey what, <laughs> what's your favorite playstation 4 exclusive of the generation like i literally did that last night i jumped into these dudes chat and i'm and uh in 10 minutes, I had them all fighting over what was the best PlayStation <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> but um, so I've been trying to use so uh, especially my boy Christian and my boy Alex. I've been hanging out with them a lot, uh, talking games all night till the wee hours of the morning. Been playing some games. We did play some Anthem uh, and had fun. Um, not sure what our gang name is yet. It's either the Supermarket Marauders or the Grocery Gang or... I had another one, Supermarket, Marauders, Grocery Gang, or some shit. I would, I would uh, call it the Fresh Boys. With no, because I don't want people to know where I work. Fre- ah, I oh, there's a, uh, some news. Fresh Prince is coming back, but a drama. Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> it's another Great. one where it's like, just let Fresh Prince be Fresh Prince. Okay, bye. Yeah, dog. Can you just make a new show? Um... No, yeah, I don't want people to know where I work. And I also got to watch out because, like, now fucking coworkers are starting to listen and shit, so I can't talk shit no more. <laughs> uh, but now we've been kicking it, and I've been picking their brains about stuff. Uh, we actually got a question from Christian later on. It's a pretty long fucking question, too. It's a hard one. Um, so we've been playing some. We played some Anthem, and uh, good news, Anthem 2.0 is on the way. They are working on it. They did leak some screenshots of what they're going to do. They're basically turning it into Destiny more than already, but there's going to be more weapon builds specifically, and there's going to be cleanups. So I basically said, hey, guys, I'm going to jump out. I'm not going to play this shit until they update it because there's no reason in playing the broken version and getting annoyed with it or clearing too much and then the cool version. So um, there's that. We did try out Fall Guys. Did you and I play Triumph Fall Guys too? No, I watched it and I was like, I am the farthest from interested I think I've been in a long time. Really? Okay, so it looks like that, right? And I played, I definitely have no interest in playing unless I have someone, like friends to laugh with. It's pretty fun, man. It's quick. It picks you up quick as fuck. It's best to play late at night when the servers aren't flooded because the servers are flooded 24-7 because it's fun. It's really fast. Like, you're jumping, you're in a game. You want to play with your friends? It's very easy. You go to main menu, hit triangle, start a party. All that means is that you and your buddies are all going to be in the same game when it begins. And there's only jump, dive, and grab. And, dude, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's not 
there's not much to it, and I think that's what makes it fun. You don't have to think a lot. There's not much to it whatsoever. It can... I could see it making some people rage. Like, what the fuck, man? I made that jump. Or what the fuck? Somebody pushed me off. What the fuck? Somebody grabbed me and slowed me down. Yeah, bitch. It's the name of the game. Don't worry about it. As long as you can avoid raging, it's actually a pretty fun time. Uh, kind of the opposite of Hellpoint, because Hellpoint is super edgelord. It's so, like... Yeah. It's so edgelord and It's dark. like they made it for you. That and Mortal yeah. Shell. They were like... Pretty much, bro. It's like... And I saw Fall Guys, and I'm like, fuck that happy time, bitch, shit, happy time, poo-poo. And then um, and then I told myself, let me try it, because I don't play games like this. And I'm not going to lie, it's pretty funny. We're all, like, screaming. No! Oh, God! It's, it's, so it's a, it's a silly goose time. God. It's a silly goose time. Just download it while God, it's at least... I saw something that I was going to send you. It was, uh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. It was like, it was a meme and it said something like, do you, I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember, but it was like, do you fly south for the winter? Because you're a fucking silly goose. <laughs> something stupid <laughs> nice. like that. And I was um, to you, but yeah, I, I saw just, one. It's like, uh, I saw one where it's like, it's like, uh, you know, some guys are from the streets, but I'm from a pond. Because I'm a silly goose. That's the one. That was exactly yeah. the one. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Love it. <laughs> oh, man. So it's a silly goose time, and it's fun. If you have buddies to play with, uh, it's really good. It's. Uh, I'm also you just, just walk, really right, interested in the fact of how fast it is. Say again? You just walk and jump. It's like you try to push each other off a fucking obstacle course. Not nah, There's a bunch of different... Uh, there's a whole bunch of different mini games, and they're all different, and they're a fucking blast. But... It's if you're in the mood for that, and I I have been so starved of fun time stuff that it was different for me, and also like I never use my PlayStation for online, and I'm really trying to start like using my machine the way it's intended, and like I mean I'm not gonna go out and buy so a VR headset. It? It's like yeah, I'm fucking it. Yeah, <laughs> the USB port in the front is a little too big for my penis, but it almost fits. Uh, it's almost snug enough. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's fun if you got some people to play with, and I've had I had a, a good time. I personally only played it maybe once or one or two times. Well, look, maybe I can minutes. see myself playing like, especially in quarantine. It was the perfect time to drop it, which is like, can't hang out with your friends really. You know, you can't physically hang out, and like co-op games now, like fun time games, don't really exist with you know like ten of your friends or whatever. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not sure the party limit in that game, whatever, but um, it's four. You can which four is crazy. People, but well, every rand every game starts off with 60 people and there's three rounds, I believe, maybe four, and each round eliminates like a chunk of people. Yeah, yeah. So, let's say you start everyone's start, all right, we're all in it. We're in the big 60 person game. It's going to knock this shit down to 45. And, like, by the end, when the timer's ticking, or when you see, like, you know, there's a 45-character limit, and there's 40, there's only five slots left. Who made it? Who made it? Christian's like, I'm already in. I'm waiting on you. Ah, shit, fucking, I'm, oh, fuck, I'm behind. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh, then they start the next round, and if I didn't make it, I can just spectate. And I can spectate everyone and watch them play and still egg them on, and it's still fun. It's still fun to watch. People say it's really big on Twitch right now. People say it's like a really great game for people to watch. I'm personally not so invested in watching unless I'm watching someone who I know is playing. 
I watched not- Chase the Bro play, who's a Dark Souls three PvP streamer, mm-hmm. and I got bored immediately. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's one know. of those things that I'm like, okay, bright colored guys that are all squares with legs, basically, and arm. You know, like, they're fucking minions, is what it is. Is exactly what they're. Yeah, they're just like dumb eggplant people, and you're like, cool. I don't. Yeah, it's basically minions. But again, um, I could see it as a fun party game. But now knowing it's only four people, like that's kind of whack. Like, I'd no, rather the terrible part. Hmm. Uh, local, it's one what? person per console. That's what I'm not understanding. Maybe I hope I'm wrong. I looked at this like, you know what? If you can have four people do a four-player squid screen, everyone, not everyone, sorry if I'm generalizing guys who don't, uh, guys and gals and everyone else who doesn't have a 50-plus and up flat screen, but, like, a lot of people do have big, big TVs, so, like, four four players split screen isn't a big deal. I mean, shit, we used to play four players split screen Mario Kart and Goldeneye on 19-inch CRTVs. Yeah, yeah. So we got big TVs now. I'm so surprised that you can't just, like, load a bunch of people in your console, join the community game, and then as people get eliminated on your game, because, like, what if, like, two little brothers or sisters want to play or a, a mom wants to play with her daughter or, like, you know, a kid wants to play with their friend on the same console, you can't. It's I, I what I'm pretty sure what it is is it's a one usage per console thing. Which is what everything's turning into. Like yeah, that's yeah. what fucking need for speed is and racing games. You can't local co op have fun and race your friend. Which is insane. That's what it used to be. Split screen. Yeah. Yo, let's go to let's go to Nevada Desert. I'm gonna be the Dodge Viper, you be the Corvette, let's race split screen. Nope. If you want to do that, go buy your own PlayStation, go to the other room in the house, set it up, double the bandwidth on the goddamn Wi-Fi, and then hopefully our shit doesn't lag enough. You got to be fucking kidding me, bro. Removing, and I think they did it on purpose, removing local co-op has done things like make parents have to buy multiple consoles for their kids because their kids want to play together. One time I went to my friend Justin's house and brought my TV and my PS3 and we played Dark Souls next to each other. Dude, I used to do that with Caprio. Yeah, uh, I did it with I you used guys to once. go. I used to go over there and, yeah, bring my TV and uh, fucking game because we both want to play. Yeah, we'd want to play video games, but games are, like, not really fucking multiplayer anymore unless you have your own system. So, yeah, so Fall Guys, whatever. Out of five, it doesn't get rated. Why? Because it's not a real game. It's just a fun thing to yeah, do. Yeah, it's I mean, just like fine. a party game. It's a party game. It's a fun time. It's a silly goose time. I think if you have PlayStation Plus, you should definitely queue it up, now, download it, <laughs> download it, and try it out. Uh, other than that, I uh, I don't know what else. Uh, I did uh, Need for Speed Heat. I think that's on an indefinite hiatus at the moment. I don't think I'm going to be playing that. Um, if you have any experience with Need for Speed Heat, please let me know because I'm having this problem. I don't mean to be an asshole, and I know I'm being a really, really big asshole. The game takes place in a fictional Miami, and the music is mostly modern-day like hip-hop and reggaeton. And I hate reggaeton and everything about it, and I'm well, going to say like, that. I'm fine the- with that. I just can't stand... I just I don't like my tribe, and I hate like Latino machismo bravado rap and that's what what it is it's kind of it's really cringy to me like it's mm-hmm. so and it's a very like miami yoga fucking hip-hop 
hippie hoppe, vamos. That's more Mexican. But um, <laughs> it's like, it's got the music. The thing is that I have a real problem with the music because like reggaeton makes people like bearable. And so anyways, and I, you know, I like rap. I'm a fucking rapper. Um, but, or I know, I don't, you know, whatever. I like it, but this new stuff I'm not really into. And the music is a very big deal to the game because it's EA and they license the soundtrack. So I was going to do what I always do with my EA games because EA always has something called EA tracks. And it's a contractual thing that, I mean, as a band, we looked into it. Like a lot of musicians look into it. You want your game to get in on an EA tracks playlist. Uh, so every sports game, wrestling game, racing games, any EA game will usually have an options menu that says EA tracks. And it is 20 to 30 selected songs picked from the majorly from current trends in in pop music popular music like which is fucking always fucking rap and um and just the modern rap is what bothers me it's not like they're putting like fucking dope shit on there it's not like they're throwing old school wu-tang wu-tang tracks on it it's always some dude little something you never heard of singing a song about being depressed and drinking liquefied percocets i don't want to listen to that so i pay for spotify i enjoy it i think you should too and I usually use my Spotify app. And what Spotify will do on the PlayStation is Spotify will override the music in your game and replace it whatever with whatever music you choose on your Spotify. So I would play Need for Speed Payback. And I would listen to like Kavinsky or like fucking Behemoth or whatever or Nujabis or Nujabisu. And it would be great. With Need for Speed Heat. I noticed there's no more like the EA tracks menus would always have all the songs and then you could select or deselect the playlist so you could kind of choose what songs you want rotating and which ones you don't oddly enough it's missing from this game's option so i'm like fuck so i go okay i'll do this so i go to spotify turn spotify on go back to need for speed it's playing my music from spotify but it has muted all in-game sound not just the music which it usually just mutes the music from the game, plays your music, and then you have the other ambient sound, the dialogue, the cars driving, the menu sounds. Uh, when you use a Spotify on Need for Speed Heat, it just mutes the game completely, so the output of audio is only Spotify. So I'm like, okay, but I'm playing a racing game. I need to hear the roar of the engine. Actually, contextually, I need to hear the sound of my brakes when I'm drifting to know what I'm doing. So I go, let me try one more thing. I go, in-game music, zero. Then I go, Spotify does the same thing. So what they're saying is, if you don't listen to the soundtrack for Need for Speed Heat, you either have to play with no music or with no sound. And they're not letting you not listen to their soundtrack unless you do it the way they want to. And I can understand how that would be done because I see it as a contractual thing maybe put in there by the artists because they're like you know what, cool that you're paying me for my music in your game, but I don't want people to be able to turn my song off. I want them to have to listen to my shit, or they can't listen to nothing. And that's most likely what the contract says, because I can't find a way to play my own music with this game. Whack. So, I say, fuck you, and your game doesn't get played. Uh, I think other than that, that's just my review left. So, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Uh, I bought this the week it came out. I was trying to get a coworker into some games and it didn't work. I let, I, I, I let them borrow this game along a couple others. Uh, they never played them and I just got it back. So I pop it in. I'm really enjoying it. 
Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is an Arc Systems Works game. It is basically the same team that makes like Guilty Gear and uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Blaze Blue, all that shit. They make the best fighting games actually right now. They're the top tier of the fighting game world. Sorry, Capcom. Sorry, Lord God, Capcom for saying that. But these guys are basically the lead best creators of fighting games currently. And Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is a new series they put out, and I bought it at full price. It's an incredible looking game. It does not play like an anime fighter. It is grounded like a Street Fighter game. It's really based in footsies and reads and uh, good inputs. So I like it. Combos aren't 35 hits. Combos are like 7, 8. So it's a little more grounded and kind of like solid. It's not like these crazy long chain air dash flying all over the place combos. And I really like that about the game. I had a really decent problem with the game when it released because it released with 11 characters. And that really fucking sucks, man. It's, that's not a lot of characters. Yeah, that uh, seems, and it's an odd number, which is weird. Yeah, well, it's te- technically 12 there's okay there's some predatory behavior here when you come there's a regular arcade mode you which i can talk about in a second and then there's an rpg mode so grand blue fantasy is actually still haven't looked up to really what these are but it's a push game which is one of those phone rpgs that wants you to like pay it but it's like people get obsessed with these phone games you know how people get obsessed Mm -hmm. with like clash of clans and shit and farmville it's like a uh it's like a phone rpg series that's huge 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 so they put money into let's make a fighter and get the best fighting game company in the world to make it which they did successfully and then also i forgot who's making it but another team is making basically an action rpg like dragon's dogma style that's what i I was gonna ask you if this is the same as the grand blue rpg that's coming out Yes, it's. I don't know what's going on with that and how long it's going to take, but I'm pretty sure when that comes out, it's going to be awesome. But as to as per some things I'm finding out about this game, is these predatory companies are always going to find a way to to put you into an eternal grind loop, because you would wonder how can you get into an eternal grind loop? There is an eternal grind loop in this game for gear and leveling, uh, which really sucks. So I'm trying not to get into that part of the game too much. Uh, but there's an arcade mode where it's pretty easy. It's pretty, or it's pretty fun. It's seven rounds. You, uh, what I was saying before about the 11 characters, there's 11 characters. There's 12 cause there's a boss character, Beelzebub. And if you complete the RPG mode, you unlock him or you could just go to the PlayStation store and you can spend two ninety nine and purchase him or he's available with the season pass. So you can like buy, you can like pay to unlock an in-game character. Which is like, fuck you. Like, Dragon Ball Fighters did that with Ultimate Light Blue Hair of Goku Vegeta. It's, you can purchase these on the PlayStation Store for three ninety nine, Or you could just beat the fucking game and get them. But it's for people who want to, like, do... Dude. They want to save the time and just unlock it. That's... Right? So I've been looking into Avengers, and I don't want to talk about it too, too much in this, but the new Marvel Avengers game, it's going to be that times infinity. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They have... A season pass, which is usually free in most of these games, but you can like, I mean, I know Apex had a season pass you could buy, but that game is free. You know what I mean? You you, yes. you you can pay, and then as you level through it, you'll get skins and item skins and stuff like that, whatever. They're doing that in Marvel's Avengers. They're going to have a free season pass and then a paid one, it looks like, because there's like a whole blank spot underneath the free one, and the free yeah. one says free. Like... 
sixty dollar yeah. game, and they're gonna like sell you cosmetics. It's fucking insane. Pretty much, it's it's almost like the way Warframe is. Warframe mm-hmm. is a free game, but if you go to the PlayStation Store, there are. all DLC packs. Hey, this free game. You want to download the the new the the new big $175 download? No, please don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, games as a service is games as a disservice to the player. Yeah. So with Grand Blue, basically, uh, it's a short roster. It's 12 characters, but. This pisses me off. It's 12 characters, but there's a season pass that brings five characters. The season pass is $30. And one of, those five char- one of those five characters is the boss that you get for beating the game. Also, don't buy the like beat the RPG mode so that you understand why the boss is cool. Like, I don't understand why people do this. Wrestling games do that, too. They, they're also made by EA. God damn it. Um even though this game is Arc Systems Works, uh, wrestling games come out and day one, it's like time saver pack, five, ten bucks. We'll unlock everything in the game for you. Why? Yeah, what's the what's point, the of, point playing? of playing it? Exactly. So that's why I said before about it's predatory. There have been zero sales yet, which I'm not a fan. I like sales, but I'm not a fan of like waiting on sales to buy shit. I like buying games for what they're worth because I like giving them what they deserve. But the DLC is fucking thirty bucks, and I pay, and it's fucking four characters, and uh, then they release two new stages, DLC background state, four dollars each. So that adds another eight bucks. How dare you? And then like uh, customizable colors, which are just palette swaps. Well, here's this one. This pack of color swaps is seven ninety nine, and then this pack of color swaps is seven ninety nine, and then there's one that's five ninety. So I put all the DLC together. It's sixty dollars. So if you want the full version of this game right now, it's a hundred and twenty dollars. Fuck you, bro. Yeah, so, that's some bullshit. It, that bothers me. Predatory behavior. They have the. They haven't been. This is the most egregious so far. Dragon Ball is like that too, but Dragon Ball has a lot of sales. Um, the good thing though is that there's not a lot of characters, but the characters are all very super unique. They're all very very different. Like one guy's a straight up Shoto Ryu style. There's a couple straight up melee dudes, but one girl is like uses a whip, plays way way different. One girl uses a bow and arrow, she's way different. One guy, Lowane, it's like he has three of him, and he he. He kind of it's so weird. It's kind of weird. So I think that's cool and all. There's an RPG mode which has a lot of dialogue and has like story beats and shit. And what it is basically is like you have stages where it's like they turn the game into like a 2D. Like you have like enemies, like little enemy grunts coming at you. It's not just straight up Street Fighter fighting. Uh, you have enemies like, oh, defeat all the goblins in the forest. And then you have to, like, you know, kill all these enemies and whatever. And then every now and then you fight, like, a boss fight. Like, a video game boss fight with, Mm -hmm. like, a big-ass boss monster. Like, one is this giant dragon. One is this giant uh, colossus beast. And that's really cool. There's, like, boss fights, and it's really cool and different. Uh, I just unlocked all the real stuff in the RPG mode. There's a lot of weapon crafting and leveling of weapons, which is really neat. And in the beginning, when you first find it, it's really fun and cool. But then the deeper you get into it, uh, you realize like, oh, this is how they get you on the endless loop 
the endless grind loop of I have to just play this game and grind and grind and grind because because I because I want it's like an OCD thing. You're not really getting anything for it, but it's because you want that sense of accomplishment of grinding for no fucking reason. Uh, so it's kind of like bittersweet. Uh, the last thing I will say that was really cool about the game is last night I realized something really cool about the arcade mode endings. Arcade mode is just seven bouts that go by pretty quick, especially if you put it to one-round fights. And uh, the ending that you get is just an illustration of that character doing what they feel is relaxing. So one of them, right, Catalina, hers is just her. And they're really, really nice illustrations. It's like her sitting with a glass of wine. Or another one, it might be somebody cuddled up. Like one girl, it's like her, like comfy, like in her bed. Like, you know, when you're in that weird mo- moment sometimes when you're so relaxed in your bed in the morning that you're just sprawled out and you're so comfy. It's like that. And then I noticed a couple other characters, like, yo, so somebody really thought about these characters and like put time into these illustrations because it gives you a little insight into the character. So there's one character in the game named Charlotte who is about IRL, maybe three feet tall. She's tiny. She's like a little person, and um, and that's kind of her whole shtick. Like, uh, it's you look her up, you'll see. It's like it's like a, her joke is that I'm I'm short, but I'm not. Don't make fun of me, whatever. And her ending illustration is like her with her head on a table, like we all did in school, like falling asleep on the table. And there's a dream bubble, and the dream bubble shows a couple of characters from the game reacting to her, like whoa. And I'm like, oh, she wants to be respected. And I look closely. I'm like, no, look at the proportions of the drawing. Her dreams to be normal, proportioned. She's like, like it's a drawing of her, but she's tall and her arms are longer. And it's like, wow, that's really kind of deep. Kind of shows like she really does feel bad for her stature. I mean, nowadays we would say, you know, accept yourself and be yourself and don't be whatever. But like, I thought that was really interesting. And, uh, one also that I like, you know, once again, someone else is them sitting in like a steam bath, like relaxing or something. This one guy, Visaraga, giant demon guy in a night suit. It's just him kind of taking his helmet off and breathing. Um, but this one girl, Zeta, who who wields a staff, she, uh, her ending is this picture of her with a friend of hers that's not in the game who's wearing a bow in her hair. She's wearing a triangle triangle-shaped bow that's blue in her hair. There's a triangle-shaped red bow on the table, and Zeta is showing her a diamond-shaped blue bow, and she's gifting it to her friend, and her friend's face is excited. And I'm like, oh. Like, when Zeta finished the whole game in the mission and she went back, like, some people said, I just want to fucking soak in a hot bath. I just want to have a glass of wine. I just want to have a hot bowl of soup in this cold-ass weather. I just want to fucking be normal. Hers was, I just want to be nice to my friend and bring her something she's going to love. And I thought that was really cool. Like, I mean, maybe I was drunk and I was looking too deep into it, but I thought it was like, I thought like, I thought like in the moment, I'm like, I like that her character in the end, <laughs> I like that her character in the end, um, it was a sentimental like thing where she was showing affection and for her friend. And that's what she really wants is to be there for somebody else. And you know, Anyways. the craziest one was that one of David who at the end, he kills his mom. <laughs> <laughs> he goes home and fucking murders oh. his abusive mother. <laughs> he comes home with the platinum record, mom, I did it. And then he moves the record and he's holding a shotgun <laughs> and he just shoots her. No, that's not funny. Um, no, it's pretty funny. 
Um, so anyways, uh, if you're looking for, a, I mean, unless you unless you got bucks to spare, I say well, don't do it until there's a major sale. But if you're looking for a fighting game that is accessible, I did not get into the way the game plays, but it is a very accessible game for even beginners. Uh, you don't have to know how to do crazy inputs if you don't want to. Uh, it's one of the best looking games out there. It's one of these games that looks animated, but it's not. It's definitely worth it and very cool. There are some predatory behaviors, but we can't really get away with that because it's kind of part of today's market. Uh, but I support it. I'm here for it. And I'm going to, you know, I'll give it out of five. You get a four. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. I get a four just because it's, it it's, does it is suck a solid about the cool mic- microtransactions. But if the game itself without any of that is good enough that like, you know, you could play it and you don't feel hindered by not paying money, then I don't, you know, I don't really care. Yeah. Because I played so some games like I've, I played Apex for a long time. I never spent a single dime in Apex. Mm. No, I lie. Oh. I spent $10 and I bought a season because I had been playing a lot. I didn't even level it. You know, I didn't do it. I just was like, they deserve $10. Like, I paid, I played hundreds, you know, 100, 200 hours of it and I didn't give them any money. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, the, the, new, the new Apex is out. Yeah, I haven't hack, played in hack, a long hack, time. Hyper, 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 hyper speed, hyper skate. It was a, it, it was like it actually had a really cool trailer at what the last state of play. Um, it's a free to play shooter called. Dun, dun, oh, you don't mean like the new season of Apex? You mean a, a new battle royale? It's game. a new game. Yeah, new battle hyperscape. It looks cooler than battle royale. It starts with ninety. It's a, it's ninety nine players, and then as that dwindles. There's also a giant sphere is closing in, so it's kind of like. No, that's all these battle royales, by the way. Oh, they all do the um. Yeah, it's the, the Hunger um, Games. That's the I idea. Service tribute. What's that shit called? Hunger Games. Tribute. The Teddy Girls. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, they all do that. The closing in. Yeah. Of the, yeah, I guess you're right because then it would be weird. Yeah, because they're uh, forcing you into a smaller area because there's less people. Yeah. So you have to fight each other. Anyways, yeah, that's it for my uh, for my thing. We what are right, we cool. on news now? Yeah, so I'm going to read some quick news, um, and then we'll go into State of Play, and then we'll just end on uh, our thoughts on the Yeah, PS4 we'll just run through a bunch of exclusives. exclusives. All right, so um, some news stories that came out. So a uh, new game got announced uh, yesterday, I think. G.I. Joe Operation Blackout, which is a team-based <sighs> third-party, or thir- sorry, third-person shooter, Ooh. Uh, which is coming to PS4 and Xbox One on October 13th. It's going to have 12 playable characters from both the G.I. Joes and the Cobra, you know, Team Cobra or whatever. And it's like objective-based shooting. Like, you know, you're playing as G.I. Joe trying to stop Cobra or you're playing as Cobra trying to succeed in your, you know, mission. It's It looks pretty good. Like, the graphics look good. The the voice work is as close to, I'm sure, the original cartoon. Operation Blackout, you said? Blackout, yeah. Okay. Um, Very cool. I mean, I don't... I didn't see a price or anything, but I mean... It's a cool thing for, you know, like a fun little shooter. That, that'll that be another probably fun party game, for, you know, to play shooters with your friends because it's third person, so probably not as twitchy, you know, not as um, uh, pinpoint accuracy, you know. Looking at it. Uh, Cell-shaded graphics, which looks like. Okay. Yeah. They don't look like toys, which is fine. I think they did that last generation with 
Battle Toys or whatever. Remember mm-hmm. that game that came out? Yeah. That it was like a it was like a almost like an RTS. No, I'm sorry. It was almost like a tower defense, but it was like toys. GI Joe, He Man. I don't think He Man. Uh, but this looks cool. Yes, you're like you're saying, cel shaded, mm-hmm. third person. Yeah, I'm seeing some split screen. That's cool. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like, it's just surprising to have the GI Joe IP, you know, be kind of just shown up out of nowhere like this. I, I'm I'm into it, you know, and I bet it's like a thirty dollar game. If they're smart, I'd make it a thirty dollar game and then do like yeah. little expansions for ten dollars or whatever, you know. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks basic as fuck, but th- it's okay. Basic is okay. You well, know if what's you think funny? Of it, basic is good when you're making online games. Yes, and if you think of it like uh, Overwatch, you know, you just take GI Joe and you have it slotted into a similar idea where you're like, uh, you know, Overwatch is first person, but you know, you're you're Cobra Commander, so you have this one gun that's, you know, your classic sidearm pistol that he always used, and then, like, maybe a grappling hook gun or something, you know, and then, like, an, an explosive grenade he can throw. And then you've got G.I. Joe, whatever the fucking main guy's name, I can't remember his name, Um, and he's got a machine Duke? gun. Duke, yeah, he's got a machine gun, and he's got, you know, whatever. And each person has a skill they can do or something they can do objective-based in the world, right? So then you need people on your team. Like, I... I these kind of games are cool and they can be done, you know, pretty easy. Um, f- bad news for uh, Xbox guys: Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. No, no specific date even given, so it will no longer launch alongside the Xbox Series X. Uh, something tells me the reception of what they showed. Oh, Gorilla Man. <laughs> yeah, may have done something. Yeah, they um, had some the- bullshit quote that was like we just want to make the best game and we need to give them time and it's like he he the guy i forget who it was the guy 343 studios guy was like you know there's a lot of factors and it's like just say it just say you want to make it look better because the fans hated it and you want it to be a good game for the fans you know like yeah you'll get more respect if you're like look we heard what you said and we're gonna go back and we're gonna do some redesigns we're gonna you know it's gonna take a bit of time because we gotta reskin some characters but you know, if you don't like it, we want you to like it. You're the you're the people that made us be able to make games. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like I get the idea that you know you don't want these studios. Like people were pissed when the Sonic the Hedgehog movie got you know pushed back to change the character model, but it made it an infinitely better movie. Like yes, you don't want to cow to the the loudest minority of fans, right? But when mm-hmm. it's the loud majority, maybe you need to take that into consideration, right? Yeah. Especially if it's a serialized game, you know, like we're talking about Halo Six or whatever. At this point, it's like, yeah, make the Halo fans happy. It's the, you know, that's their game. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for for that, I would say look up Chris Reagan's video on uh, on on that on the Halo thing because he, I think he made like two videos on it because he's like a true Halo nerd guy, buddy. You know, to see to see someone who really likes Halo, like kind of like deal with what we saw which wasn't bad but it's definitely strange there's like one of those memes you know those memes that are like um your crush her ex her dad her brother you yeah and it's like you know and it's um it's all like it's like your crush and it's like uh what's the girl from halo the little blue lady the blue lady cortana Yeah, yeah yeah cortana and then it's like her dad her brother her ex whatever they're all like models from old halo games yeah and then you 
is Gorilla Man yeah. from the PS5 for the Xbox Series yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. It's like, no, he's this meme is kind of right. The um, the an enemy, like an enemy model, does not even look comparatively close as good as like an Xbox 360 model from uh, yeah. like Halo Reach. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think they had a little bit. I think Let's sometimes I sometimes I think sometimes I think that these are lazy, uh, or these are cost cutting suits saying. They're going to love that we're taking it back to the old school, making it look like the original Halo. Dude, no. I mean, yes, but no. Halo did and get also, a bit busy dude, in their design. Master Chief has never changed. <laughs> like, you don't have to make anything else look like original Halo, you know? Well, Reach got a little busy. Yeah. In, like, they got a little busy with, like, here's a carbon fiber layer, and here's some extra fucking, here's some... It's like when Batman had got, like, we don't need rubber nipples, bro. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that. So they did get a little too much with the, like, oh, we can add a bunch of rivets. But you don't got to scale it all the way back. Like No, you don't got to turn a, it into a Neanderthal. A, the, the gun. They just yeah. took the gun, and they showed, bro, if you compare this, this assault rifle to the assault rifle on a 360... This thing looks terrible. It looks like a generation before it. So, I don't know. Maybe what they showed us was too alpha or beta or whatever to, I think, pre-alpha to, like, I don't know how alpha and beta are used in games. Anyways, it maybe it was really old. Pre-alpha, alpha, and then beta. Okay. Uh, maybe it was, like, they knew it was going to get better. But what they showed, albeit it looks cool was kind of low poly and weird. Yeah. And yeah, Gorilla Man was and I'm not even talking about the it was just Gorilla goofy Man. It, I'm looking. talking about there was a an enemy you fight. It was a, like they took a shot from an NPC you're fighting. And it was like it looked like a Doom model. It was like yeah. a square head. It was like a squared off head. And it's like really guys, like you're just gonna try to pawn off a a pineapple shaped head and then just wrap a texture around it. The, yeah, it was you can't it was do bad. that right now. But yep, it's getting delayed, so hopefully it comes out a better product, honestly. I'm okay with delays like they hurt, but if in the end it's a better game, then I'm good for it. Uh so the last Word. one speaking of Batman, um Ruby Rose, the star of Batgirl, uh has come out and did a little bit of talking in a, a Entertainment Weekly interview about her decision to leave the series. Um as the lead they're making a season two and there's going to be a new lead character i don't know how they're gonna you know don't know how they're gonna write out ruby rose's character they'll just you know they'll have are you to... talking about ruby rose with the skinny white chick with the with the with the fade uh-huh there's a new batgirl there's a new batwoman yeah so why is she saying anything you left they replaced her there's it's still batwoman there's another batwoman no it's batgirl is it Batgirl? The black chick? Oh, I think no, it's, she's it's just, Batwoman. You're, you're right. just replacing her with No, 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 no. Um, I know. Actor. I'm saying the name of the fucking show. It's Batwoman or is it Batgirl? I think it's Batgirl. I it can't... was Batwoman because she had the red mane. Yeah, you're right. Um, because Batgirl is the daughter of Gordon. Batgirl is uh, the Oracle. Yeah. Barbara Gordon. And then Barbara Cassandra Kane. Um, and Batwoman is a separate character with the red mane. And they're just swapping her out for a different. Yeah, actress. yeah, but she just was. She just got interviewed and talked about why she decided to leave. So I have some quotes. Um, so she said, uh, cares. "Quote: Being the lead in a superhero show is tough. Being the lead in anything is tough. 
But I think in that particular instance, it was a lot more difficult because I was still recovering from my back surgery. I had had surgery, and then 10 days later, I went to work, which maybe wasn't the best idea. Most people take about a month or three, uh, a month to three off uh, before going back to work. Uh, so it was definitely made more difficult by that. But as far as being the lead of a show or film, regardless if it's action or emotional, in whichever way it's taxing. And in the end, she stated, quote, it wasn't so much the injury, especially because after we wrapped, uh, we didn't get to finish the real finale because of COVID. You know, you have time in quarantine and sort of isolation to just think about a lot of different things and what you want to achieve in life and what you want to do. I think for both me and the producers, it was a great opportunity to have a dialogue about a lot of that. Um, I respect them so much and they've been so respectful to me. So basically, she was just saying, I guess she looked at it and said, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, like along with having a back injury, she decided this was not the right choice for me. So I don't mean to be rude, but I think that's a cop out and some bullshit. It, no one. First off, we don't need your explanation. And we don't care. And like, seriously, no offense not to be rude. You were never important enough for anyone to care why you left and for you to come and be like, but I was hurt and it was like a little hard. Fuck off. Shut up. You didn't. You couldn't stand up to the criticism. You couldn't stand up to the fact that your show sucked and was stupid. The whole Alice thing. Like, look, OK, fine. It's fine. We won't even address it. But wait, your whole Alice angle didn't work. It actually could have been cool. It didn't. I didn't watch any of um, that. I don't know what you're talking also, about. Also, instead of Mad Hatter, oh, they, they changed Alice. Mad Hatter. They, they made Mad Hatter a girl, and she's Alice. And it's now it's Matt. It's basically Mad Hatter, but it's Alice because it has to be Alice. And it was stupid, and it was forced and shoehorned, and it was trash. And she is not a... She's boring and not a good actress, at least not in that role for well, I think that to be bad. Kind of what she's saying when she says being a lead is hard is that she couldn't lead a show. Yeah, she's a fucking and that's substandard okay. I mean, look. actress, and that's fine. But she doesn't have to come out. And what she's basically doing is copping out and kind of making it not her fault. And what she should say is, "Look, I wasn't hacked out. I, I wasn't cut for this, and I did. I I couldn't do it." Well, so she's saying, just not in so many words. Like, no, she's trying to fucking make her. I understand, but she's not taking responsibility and just saying, "Look, <laughs> I just didn't want to do it." Her best bet was to just shut the fuck up and enjoy her paychecks. Well, I'm sure she's getting tweets. You know, like I don't know. To me, more communication is always better. Try to watch. Try to watch four episodes in a row. Of that shit. I tried. No, no, no. It's, I will. I won't watch any of those shows. I watched Arrow, and got to the point where I was like. Oh no, this show sucks now. It's bad. Yeah, they're all bad TV. They're all bad. Arrow is like the best one. <laughs> yeah, and then it then it went on way too like they just get and goofy it's still bad. and you're just like, oh boy. <laughs> um and I just not nothing against Ruby Rose. I don't mind her personally as like, you know, an I I don't think she's a good actress per se, but I think she's good in action, you know. Like I thought she was good in John Wick. Like she's really good at fight scenes and fight still choreography. Never seen that. Um and you know in the meg she was okay like whatever i don't have any problem with her um but you know i, yeah, I don't think mean to be rude to her it's just like i think it's interesting to have had her speak out in this way you know like because she left she wasn't fired she decided to leave that was the big story and i think that's why she felt compelled to kind of come out and say it is like to clear the air in that way where it's like i i mean she really didn't say anything you know i, I get that but to at least say, like, That's why I think it's it, it was a conversation between me and the producers. And, you know, we said, maybe this isn't the right choice, right? Like, and I think that's her saying, like, I wasn't a strong enough lead, you know? And that's why she said being a lead is tough. But whatever. Um, let's run through the state of play, and then we can talk Rip. the... Uh, 
the fucking exclusives and the exclusives and then we have a couple i don't even think we have questions i think well we have no like we just two. had some some uh some comments on that um and then some comments on there are people who games they chose um let me actually get that up um we do have uh, actually wait you're on you're gonna just go into state of play yeah hold on we did have one more piece of uh game news that dropped so exciting for everyone um this is actually Man, it's controversial because we don't really know why, but for some reason, we were expecting it. A fifth season of Street Fighter V oh, yeah. is on its way. I forgot. I meant to play. And they have relaunched, released five of the six characters, which I really like that they're not telling us the final character. Um, so I'm trying to think. Street Fighter V. It was season five, I think. So they announced season five, and they're giving us some pretty gangster characters. It is pretty neat. We're getting Oro from Street Fighter 3. I'm just going to skip explaining who these people are. Oro from Street Fighter 3 who fights with his hand behind his back. That's kind of interesting, kind of cool. He's going to have a weird owl man. We're getting Dan, of course, because people love being silly and funny shit. So, sure. Hey, you're a silly a- goose now. You can't even hate on that anymore. Look, I it's a silly goose time, but <laughs> it's it's still. I mean... Okay, fine. So Dan, fine. We have to put Dan in because people want a Joe character. It's fine. Uh, we're getting. I'm trying not to say. Uh, the the I'm trying I'm trying not to say the, the 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 cool character. There's Dan, Oro, I believe. Dog is Makoto one of them? Uh, I only know the chick from Rival Schools. That's what I was, yeah, I was saying. Well, we're getting Rose, which is great. Rose is a very cool character um, who is uh, originated from the Alpha series. So we're getting, uh, dude, I have to find this picture so I see this last photo. Just bear with me. So we're getting Dan, super silly goose guy. Where the fuck's my Street Fighter photo? Yeah, your your favorite guy because you're a silly goose now. You like silly goose times. You like silly goose games. Hey, don't judge. I just like saying silly goose because it's a fun thing to say. Um, oh, I know where to look. Uh, but one of the characters is Akira from Rival Schools, which is very awesome because we have not heard anything about Rival Schools from Capcom since Capcom vs. SNK two. Uh, which was Capcom vs. SNK2, Mark, uh, Mark of the Millennium Tour 2001. Uh, so that's kind of exciting that we are getting her. She's cool. She, her name is Akira. She has a pretty cool outfit. She's wearing like a biker helmet, basically. That's kind of neat. Um, I was wrong. Makoto is not there. But yeah, so we're getting Dan, Rose, Oro, and Akira Kazama. And then there's a last character so we'll be getting dan in winter of 2020 rose in spring of 2021 oro and akira and akira in 2020 summer of 2021 and the final character in fall of 2021 along that we'll be getting a new stage new costumes another new stage new costumes another new stage so we'll be getting three new stages and a buck ton of new costumes in this period of time so it's cool there is a rumor going around Currently, we just found out that uh, Yoshinori Ono, who is the director of Street Fighter and Capcom, has left Capcom. Yep. And this is the guy that would always have his little Blanca figure, and um, he would he always had like a playful rivalry with um, 
the guy from Namco, the Tekken guy. I'm an asshole for forgetting his name. And um, he would always come out in, in Evo before the Street Fighter tournament and go, okay, everybody, uh, one, two, three, show you can. And it was like, he was this really great guy. And turns out, turns out, People in the industry say working with this guy fucking sucked. Really? And he wasn't. He turns out. Uh, listen to the Newcastle Super Beast uh, warning. The Newcastle Super Beast is very, very hard to get through. Pat talks too much, but they have a moment where they talk about. I hate Pat. By this. The way. I hate Pat too, but it's the worst, dude. Pat tells a story for like an hour about how going to the D- dealing with the DMV and getting car registration sucks. Right? Hey, hey, guy. We all know that the yeah. DMV sucks. He sucks up over an hour of the podcast explaining that process. And it's like, bro, we know. That's like you coming in and being like, Isn't it Canadian? I'm going to. Yeah, they're Canadian. So for them, it's the S A O U Savon Auto. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how to say it. But I like, I like what theirs is called. It's like Savon Auto. Metal, <laughs> French fry, but um, what's their French fries called? Poutine, Poutine. Uh, but no, they do talk about it and they bring it up. And Willie's trying to be chill about it, but Pat, you have to remember these guys are really in the biz. And Pat's like, dude, everyone said he was fucking terrible to work for, and it kind of looks like he chose to bow out before being bowed out because he kind of did fuck up. I mean, he did, he did a lot of good for street fighter, you know, street fighter did do, and he did a lot of really good stuff too, but street fighter fives had some things go on and it's time to have some new people come in. And the rumor has it is that by now we were supposed to have trailers and teasers for street fighter six and that street fighter six should have been coming out within a year from now. But due to like, due to some shit from his fuck ass, Basically, they're like, all right, get him out, and then we got to, like, reassess. And they were like, all right, fuck it. What do we do in the meantime? Just do another season of Street Fighter Five. Even though we told them it was the end and Champion Edition, and we gave them Gil and Seth, and there's nowhere to go now, just pick some random shit, put another season out, string them along for... Dude, they're going to string us on for another year. Because it's going to be the last DLC characters... It, winter 2021 so some some people are saying this is because of this is ono's fault i don't want to i'll never blame stuff like that on people i don't think so it's fine maybe it was maybe it wasn't but in the end this is the way the shoe drops for us is that in another world maybe we would have been getting street fighter 6 what this tells me is that whatever street fighter 6 is they have a they have a, a breakdown of it somewhere somebody knows what street fighter 6 looks like and where it takes place but what they're doing is they're giving us another season of Street Fighter Five, and I'm okay with that. Um, I'm totally okay with the sentiment of take as much fucking time as you need before you give me a, a game. If you're gonna give me a broken shit game, so um, R.I.P. Ono. I mean, he's not dead, but I did have some good times. He was a cool dude. Uh, but yeah, let's look forward to let's look to the future of Street Fighter and figure out. What the fuck's going to go on? And then I'm not sure if we brought up last time. Halloween time this year, we are going to be getting a remake of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. And that's wonderful because they're including... That's coming to Switch, too, right? 
the Switch and luckily, thank God, the PS4 because it was a PlayStation 2 exclusive. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5, unfortunately, is going to be a Switch exclusive. Fuck you. But we will be getting a remaster of Shimagami Tensei 3 Nocturne, which is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. I love it a lot. It's really great. It's a cameo it? from Dante from Devil May Cry. It's really good. It's Pokemon with demons and gods. It's very difficult, but I love it. And they're also including the other version because once they lost the license to use the Dante, they started replacing him with Rizo from Rido from the another Shimagami Tensei Devil Summoner series. So there'll be two versions of the game that you can play on the same thing. So that's really neat. Around Halloween, we will be getting a really incredible JRPG. Uh, but it's like master shit. This is like real. This is like real life shit. This isn't. This isn't your come have fun and beat an RPG and get a free platinum. Like this is the type of game that it, you're going to have to like read, do reading, like read up research on how to play this game. You're not gonna mash through this like it's some fucking like Dragon's Quest. So, um, so that was it. Just those two, Street Fighter and Nocturne, are coming out. Um, God bless the ring. I love it. Okay. Uh, so let's go through State of Play, August 6th, 2020. Uh, so we saw Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh, they did you know a nice little trailer for that. It's going to be the first full Crash Bandicoot game in over a decade, which I didn't even realize. I, I've never really played any Crash Bandicoot. Zero? Uh, zero of them. Oh, I played one and two. Like when I when I had PS PlayStation One, definitely played, played Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, cool platform. So yeah, they're gonna have new playable characters this time. You can play through as Crash. You can play through as Doctor whatever and Head Guy, uh, the Crocodile Dude, yes. and the Bunny Chick or whatever that's with uh, Crash in this one. Yeah. You can play through it as all of them. Uh, and there's going to be no microtransactions. So they're going to have cosmetic skins. Um, so in the other games, you'd see a skin on Crash, like when he'd ride a motorcycle and do different things. But this time they were like, we wanted to take that and kind of make it so if you like those, you can just play with them throughout the whole game. And you can unlock them throughout just playing the game. No microtransactions at all. Yeah, that's a cool thing. There's a lot of costumes, which is neat. And the no microtransaction thing is great and it actually makes more sense for i mean the fact that they're actually being this faithful it's probably going to be challenges within the game you know it's oh, probably yeah. going to be like you know beat the stages get a good grading level on your stage unlock all this shit and that's what's a good thing to do with your games to get people to play them don't microtransaction these things in give them shit they got to do like you can only get this cool costume if you beat m bison on level seven difficulty you're gonna get guys sitting there you're gonna get people sitting there grinding that fight out because they want that thing or you're gonna get people reluctantly and annoyingly rolling their eyes as they give you five dollars so i think it's cool um yeah i you know it's whatever it's crash it's 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 the same thing that i feel unfortunately with ratchet and clank looks great looks a lot of fun looks really cool man it looks really it. pretty looks fun i have no interest in playing it like i said platformers are just not my thing like i just you know they're fun like to pick up at a friend's house you know like i'd play crash at keith's you know or at your house like if, yeah but i wouldn't pay money for it <laughs> just not me um pretty much they also had different modes that changed the game entirely like i i think they're like challenge modes where um like one of them was like 
you know, you spin as Crash. Like one of your moves is to spin around and I think kick things or whatever. Well, one of them, the whole game is in black and white and you spin to bring color, like you splash paint everywhere and then that'll open up the world as you go. Like you might not see something to be able to jump on unless you splash it with paint, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And another one, which is like techno neon colored everything and just like just different ways. I don't know. There was one that was like, old film grain style where it's all in black and white and the speed of the camera like the film through the camera changes the speed of the game which is interesting yeah that's actually a cool thing for a film person you know like that's a whole thing Yeah, because you went to film school whatever um so then we saw hitman 3 as a vr psvr thing which i was like okay that was a waste of a trailer it was literally like 20 seconds hitman 3 would be fucking sick but I mean, and even the idea of playing Hitman in VR, because I like Hitman games, it sounds great. Yeah. But who's really who's really going to Stop making trailers <laughs> for VR games because they don't look good. Yeah, dude. I mean, this some one are that... fun. I think the best is Punch-Out. Like, they have yeah. Creed. It's perfect. I think all VR machines should just be Punch-Out machines. Yes, and I'm not thing. here to say that I don't. I mean, I, will, I think VR is a trash idea completely. Like, I think it's great. We are not there to where I don't think like there's no full games like Res- I was talking to Senya about it. She loves Resident Evil 7. She played it all in VR. And I'm like, that's probably the only game I would say is a full game that you can play in VR. You know, like that you can play the game. Every other that's thing is like some stupid fucking legitimate studio. Like, hey, imagine if you were th- fishing in VR. Whoa. And it's like, you hey, can- hey, hey, get out of here. Because I mean. One of the things I want to do in VR the most is I want to play Monsters of the Deep, Final Fantasy XV, Monsters <laughs> of the Deep, which is a VR fishing sim, because my favorite part of Final Fantasy XV is fishing, but this one actually has dope-ass monster fish, and I almost bought... <laughs> when I when I got that stimulus check, I watched like 10 hours of that game, because I was like... I'm going to buy, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a VR unit and I'm going to play Final Fantasy 15 Monsters of the Deep. It's the only reason I want a VR set is to play it. So I was thinking of just buying it and taking it to my friend's house. But then COVID. Yeah, don't do that. Um, Fuck. But that's what, they're just all like to test dev, dev kit games. You know, like here's a lightsaber game, which we'll get to in a little bit. But the Hitman trailer didn't look terrible in terms of the VR part because like you only see his hands for a second. The worst thing in VR games is floating hands that glitch all over the place. You know what I'm talking about? Where they're like all shaky and weird. (laughs) Yeah, because they're trying to match the controller, but you're holding it weird. So it's just this weird vibrating float. Yeah. Jank clipping on shit. It's horrible. Because, I mean, what they showed was you doing one of those wire chokes. And I'm like, okay, how janky is it going to be with people clipping the wires through the guy's head or pushing it down? Like, I, I kind of like the the jankiness of VR. But yeah, it's not a uh, it's not a viable gaming standard, I don't think. And I think when you put a game out on VR, you're putting out a mini game or you're putting out a demo, a tech demo. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I thought you had more to say. Um, it's okay. I had my mic down because my glasses were hurting my nose. Um, okay, so after that, we saw another one that I'm like, why? Braid Anniversary Edition. Um, sure, why? The, <laughs> the graphics do look really nice, uh, the the new art, because uh, what they did was they said now it's nine pixels for every one pixel in the original art, which 
doesn't like you know nine pixels and one you know whatever it doesn't seem like crazy since we're talking about 4k at this point but no but you um, know me you're, no, nine that times is pretty as crazy. clear i watched it yeah. nine pixels to every one does look a lot better mm-hmm. and they did make it look like a living painting but the game was fine before yeah and i agree it's it's just repackaging again uh was it available on is braid available on ps4 I don't know. Or is it? I'll check right now. Or is it a? Or is it like a mobile game? Pretty sure it's not. If it's available on PS4, you wasting developmental cash. Why? I get it. It does. I'm not gonna lie. It does look a lot better, but uh, whatever. It this goes with the indie thing. Why do you keep re? Hashing, it's on PS now, so it's a PS3 game. So I guess what it is is it wasn't available current gen; it's available last gen. So they're gonna re-release it for future gen. So they made it look even better. But to tell you the truth, it looked fine then. So I guess yeah. fine. It's supposed to be really lauded, like you're like fuck platformers. So this is like a new age platformer with time travel shit. So I guess maybe this should be something to maybe try to uh, sway you into the platforming world. Um, it does look a lot better, and I think they are adding some stuff. Kudos, thanks a lot. Really wish you, I mean, you guys made a really awesome, unique game. Really wish you would have just put that effort into maybe making another really cool, unique game that could span another generation. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for cleaning up. After yeah. that, we saw The Pathless, which is like this weird open world mythic, quote unquote, mythic adventure game. Uh, you just slide around and fly on your eagle and shoot stuff with a bow yeah it looks cool Probably not really sure what like... you're supposed to do other than shoot things and solve puzzles uh there were some giant demons <laughs> that you had to like settle like you had to finish like a puzzle in the area to light it up and then they'd be weak and you could slide around and randomly get an opportunity to press a button and shoot a piece of their body and eventually beat them you know what i say to that game cool can't wait till it's on PlayStation Plus so I can try it, beat the tutorial, and then never play it again. That's pretty yeah. much it, dude. My notes were, like, looks cool art-wise, but the gameplay looks whack as fuck. Coming 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, next, we saw Spelunky 2, another one I could give zero fucks about. Uh, See, this one, I did play some Spelunky. This one is like, I'll tell you, same answer to the last question. But cool, you know, cool. Spelunky is actually pretty neat. Um, yeah, I have it. I played yeah, it's, it. It's cool. It's like um, not well. It's the game players are different, but like like Rogue Legacy. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're just little, like trying to get the further. Little, the one where you yeah, that's the one where you die and you get replaced by another soul, right? The little armor guy, Rogue Legacy, right? It's like a little yeah. hero. Yeah, no, it's that's one of those a games. that's a rogue like, which you die and your character dies and you respawn as a new character and have to try to get further in. Yes, so it's another one of those where, like, you know what? Really cool, awesome indie style and stuff. And actually, I'll say gives a plus, extra bonus to, is actually fun and good. Spelunky is yeah, actually it's a good game. Fucking, it's, it's actually a pretty cool. platformer. So again, I don't care. But yeah, I what I played of it, it's uh plays well. You know, it's whatever. So this new yeah, one's gonna have online cool. multiplayer, which is cool. Um, and there's gonna be like new ways to traverse the world. So. There's like rideable animals like turkeys and there's like secret paths, which I guess there weren't really in the first one. Um, and all new, like a bunch of new characters that all do different shit. 
So yeah, I mean, so if whatever, you're into it, cool. and there are that's a huge community of fans of Spelunky. So yeah, you know, I get that. More trouble work. Thank you. Then we saw Genshin Impact, which was this weird, and this is what I realized: I don't like anime games. <laughs> I don't. I like anime a lot. I don't like anime games. I feel like the anime aesthetic kind of strips something from games for me. I don't know why. Um, and you know, I'm sure there's outliers that I have liked and will like, you know, that fit that, but this is a weird anime Zelda game with like it looks like Code Vein, but like you're using your like there's a guy who has an ice sword and he stabs into a lake so he can cross a little area he couldn't cross before, you know, like that kind of shit. Each person has a weapon and like ability they can use to interact with the world. I don't know. They didn't say anything about it. It's just like this weird anime game. Yeah, I'm like actually looking at it, and it, it definitely is, it looks like every anime you've ever seen, and it just looks like a third-person, I'm guessing, action RPG thing. So sure, whatever, man. Um, I'll be able to judge when I see uh, a full-on, like, when I see your battle system. Yeah, they it, had, it, like, it a little a bit. Really, a, pretty, a pretty cool look at, like, them fighting this, like, frost wolf. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it does look cool, but, you know, um, I don't know who makes it. They didn't uh, even say I don't. Well, I uh, it wasn't a name I recognized. I can before. find out who makes it. Uh, it. It looks like, um, uh, oh, wow, yeah. De- oh, this is, it's, it has to be Chinese. Developers, Mihoyo, Shanghai, Miha, Turing Film Technology Co. <laughs> So I like when companies shiny. are named something Film Technology Co. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, you're just supposed to make your tagline. Yeah, but, just um, make, make your name, dude. Let your work tell you what it, you do. Or your website. I'd be you like know? if our name was Nerds the Podcast, Video Game Talking, and Sometimes Silly New Metal Fun of Show. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so next, mommy, why'd you have to name my podcast that way, mom? <laughs> mommy, no, mommy, <laughs> don't hit me again. <laughs> mom, get out of my room. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Dot co. <laughs> so n- <laughs> my life. <laughs> next, we saw a game that looks like it would listen to Disturbed, but in the best way. It had cool art. It was called Aeon Must Die. It was this like <laughs> side scrolling beat 'em up, but like really metal looking art. Very interesting, but I, you know, it's just a beat 'em up. Like, seems like a final fight uh, or like uh, a Streets of Rage. Yeah, that one did look cool. The trailer, it's the same, about a minute and a half. Uh, that's another one it's where I'm just thinking, just thank you for showing something. Uh, I will see when it comes out because it yeah. does really look cool. It does look cool. You have like your suit kind of has glowing parts. It's got some cool design elements with this weird snake guy with multiple tendrils. That looks neat. Better not be more than twenty nine ninety nine. But um, I actually think that one does look. That was probably one of like my peaker games because I like those. Like you know, Streets of Rage. Oh, I didn't say I did beat Streets of Rage with um a stranger online. Oh, Streets of Rage um, 4, 4, Streets of Rage Yeah, I beat it with a stranger. I was playing online desperate, and this one guy's in my game, and he was playing with me, and I knew that like he was one of those people without a headset, but I have one, and I was talking, because I'd be like, yo, jump three times if you hear me. And he would, I'm, okay, he hears me. And we were playing through it, and the game gets a little frustrating. By the end of it, 
Like sometimes, and it has friendly fire. By sometimes, like we'd be hitting each other. I'm like, look, man, we're almost here. I know we're fucking arguing right now, but fucking, we're almost there at the boss. Let's just get teamwork. And we were like passive, passive aggressively, like fucking with each other. Like I'd be <laughs> low on health and with one life left, and he'd have two lives and full health. And I'd be fighting something, and then he'd be like, we'd see a turkey, and a turkey gives you full life. So if you're at low health, it's basically a free life. He eats the turkey. And I'm like, really, dude? You're going to eat the fucking turkey like that? So we had this weird passive-aggressive journey to beating the game. So it was pretty neat. But that game, Aeon, um, Aeon whatever, Aeon Flux, Aeon Must Die was what you said it was called? Yes. Yes. That actually, I did like that. That was probably one of my favorites one of my standouts because of the aesthetic and because uh, I like side-scrolling beat-em-up action and it looks really, really cool. Aeon must die. I like it. Yeah. Um, very, I, I don't know what it, you know, I don't know what the story is. It looks like hell kind of stuff again, but who knows? Uh, then we saw Bug Snacks. Ugh. I don't know, man. How much time we want to spend talking about this? As you told me, first person bug catching game and then we know that the characters are weird little animal crossing looking like funny guys and whatever bugs that they like the bugs are designed after fruit or vegetables and then so if you have like a little carrot bug you catch it and then there's one person in town who loves carrot bug snacks and then they eat the carrot bug snack and then their hands and feet are carrots so you are what you eat I think is a major thing to this game you are what you eat. Um, so I'm a big pussy. And uh, just kidding. It's been nine months. I November. It's been a long time. <laughs> Longest dry spell I've ever had. Anyways. <laughs> Bro, I definitely <laughs> no. didn't have sex for like two years straight one time, I think. Mm, might have been a year <sighs> and a half. And when... Anyways, but... Bug snacks, bug snacks. No, dude, and and when I say didn't, I didn't get, I didn't touch another human being for that amount of time, like sexually. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get a hug. I didn't kiss nobody. I haven't hugged anybody since lockdown. I yeah, feel bad. I yeah, feel kind of like starved right now for that. Um, okay, bug snacks. But, Here's my yeah, notes. Bug snacks, Looks really yeah, stupid. It's, like, it's it's first person capture bugs. Here, I, I'll, I'll I, read. Let me read my notes. You're. You're a journalist going around trying to catch bug snacks in first person using dumb shit. Coming holiday 2020. Nice. Yeah, I think what it is is some simple dumb shit. And I think I think everyone's gotten the clue that this fun, happy-go-lucky, got silly goose game. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite shit now, silly goose. Is, uh, is actually some weird kind of creepy dark shit. And I think that's what the game's now, thinking. mommy. <laughs> <laughs> now, bug snacks, don't catch me again. <laughs> so I don't want to even spend time on it. Honestly, it's by the Octodad guy, and you know, I'm sure there's a big following for that. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe he makes great games. I don't know. It looks like something I will literally never yeah. even turn my head towards. I won't move my eyes in its direction. Maybe something like if I'm driving to your house to hang out and I'm like, hey, man, I'm almost there. What are you guys doing? Hey, man, we just put bug snacks in. And then you just hear me like, skirt. Yeah, I was just going to say, Oh, I'm sorry, man. My mom just died, bro. I got to go back home. <laughs> no, mommy. <laughs> no, yeah. mommy, don't die. They're playing bug snacks. <laughs> uh, oh, God. On to another game I'll never play, Vader Immortal, a VR game where you play as Darth Vader. Uh, 
it looks graphically really looks cool. cool. It's exactly. VR, and th- <laughs> I mean, it looks like you know, Beat Saber. Obviously, that you know that control scheme of actually holding a lightsaber and doing all this stuff. Cool. Like you get to use all kinds of different stuff and do force things. I'll never play it because I won't ever play VR on PlayStation. I mean, I doubt I'll own VR until I have a walking treadmill and I can literally drop myself into a world and have haptic feedback and like fucking get my dick sucked by a dragon or whatever. You know, like <laughs> I want to be in a world if I'm going to be in VR. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be Donkey from Shrek and have me some fucking little dragon babies. How are you going to get your dick sucked by a dragon? That's the mouth. Bro, they got that forked to tongue. Just... They got no, that split tongue, no. wrap the tongue around your dick on two sides, tie a little knot, that. and just fuck it. I mean, I figure you could, if their nose is wet like a dog, you could fuck a nostril. Okay, now, Bobby, don't do it again. <laughs> no, mommy, don't fuck the dragon's nostrils. <laughs> oh god! All right, so then we saw <laughs> a quick trailer for a DLC for Control called Awe, which is going to have Alan Wake in it. Uh, it's a crossover. They are apparently in a shared universe. And I believe the developer, Remedy, I think is the name of the company, Remedy Games, uh, they've said now that they're going to make a game that is in that, like that combines that shared universe. So there'll be more Alan Wake control stuff going on. Um, I mean, cool. Yeah. I mean, I know people loved control. Uh, but Yeah. It, it, I, I want to try it because like uh, my buddy Christian told me it's actually pretty cool. It looks a little bit. It looks great, and I hear like it's basically force powers. Yeah, the game, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's just uh, battle rooms. Clear yeah, this I room of all yeah. enemies. Yeah, go to the next room. Clear this room of all enemies, and then every now and then there are big boss fights that are like giant weird puzzle kaleidoscope shmup things. So it yeah. looks cool, and it's on PS now, which I do have, and I do actually, if you have a spare ten bucks a month. Um, I do think PlayStation Now is a good deal. And uh, that's on there. Actually, recently they just announced three more games on there. Dead Cells is on there, which is great. Um, Another game that I forgot that's pretty good. And also Greedfall is on there now. Dude, I I started playing. Finally, try Greedfall. I started playing it again. It's a good game. It literally feels like Dragon Age, like a a dragon, like it's in a Dragon Age universe. Um, But it's good. It's good. it's tough. It has uh, the combat's a little clunky. You know, there's there's obviously some jank because it is by Spiders, which is the company that made like Technomancer and like you know a couple of other kind of shitty RPGs. But they're tech, definitely building Tech Tech Romancer. Technomancer. Oh, I don't know that because Tech Romancer is a Capcom fighting game on the Dreamcast. But no, Technomancer. Yeah. I know what that is. Um, but it's good. Greedfall is a good game, and if you have PlayStation now, I'd, it's you know it's free. Fucking play it. It's good. It's a big deep RPG. Get on there. Uh, so then we saw Auto Chess. Like, why the fuck? That's okay, when you see whatever. some shit like Auto Chess. You're like, bruh, you're reaching, and you could have saved thirty seconds of time of my life and not shown me this. Uh, oh, chess, chess game with robots and orcs and goblins. Real dumb. I mean, well, it's kind of cool if you like chess because there's all there's also like Ultra Chess, which is on PS5, and there's a PS4, and there's also a new game that came out this week on PSN, simply titled Chess. So chess. we have multiple ways of playing chess, chess. on the PlayStation. <laughs> I was trying to make up some dumb words like Vigoman, <laughs> whatever stupid <laughs> Hakuru. Play chess with Vigo Mortensen, <laughs> the simulator. Aragorn, bitch. <laughs> um. 
Uh, so then we saw the pedestrian, and this is where my brain was like, "Fuck indie games." <laughs> I was. This is what started me on the like, "Why? Why do people play? Pl- like, why are we wasting money making these games?" But there are people that like it, so I can't even say that. It's just you know my humble opinion. I'm like, why? You play either a men's restroom sign or women's restroom sign, and you walk through like whiteboards and paper and other things that have like designs on them. And you're literally just connecting doors. That's it. It's lemmings. Like, how do I get to this next room? Oh, there's a door over there. We just draw a straight line over here with this thing. I think it's something that has to do with, like, novelty, where when someone comes up with an interesting idea like that, where visually it's interesting, uh, sometimes it can trigger, like, an impulse response and someone else like, ooh, that looks quirky. And that's their whole shtick. Yeah. Other than that, it's just a, it's just a like like you said, it's like a lemming Sudoku, style platformer, right? It's like just solving a simple, like very simplistic puzzle. Yeah. Literally. You just, know what? I, you know what I missed the crusty, the crusty lemmings game. The oh, Simpsons, the Simpsons. Lemmings with, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Krusty the Clown, the little crusty guys. Mm-hmm. I remember getting it on Sega Genesis and loving it. Also, shoutouts to Lost Vikings. That oh, was dude. awesome. That was a Blizzard game. Yeah. Great game. Back when they made good games. Uh, then we saw Hood Out Hood, Outlaws and Legends, which I ha- have to believe is a Robin Hood game. You play Robin Hood and the Merry Men, you know, uh, against Robin Hood and the Merry Men. It, I, when I first heard it, I thought it was like you play as Robin Hood and those people, you know, like Friar Tuck, Little John, all those guys. And the other players are cops, right? Like you would think it would be the sheriff of Nottingham and or like, you know, people that work for the guards for rich people. But no, you literally see people playing the same two people against, like, kind of against each other. Like, yeah, I mean, Robin Hood shoots another cool. Robin Hood. And I'm like, what? Uh, do we know who makes it? Focus Home Interactive. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, because to me, what it looks like, it looks like for honor. Yeah, but it's Counter-Strike. It's fucking Counter-Strike. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's one of those games like rob this room or stop them from robbing this room you know it's rainbow six siege one of those things graphically looks pretty cool and i mean it could be fun i i'm not here to hate on it just i was like why would you make robin hood versus robin hood clearly there's an in like and they don't even say that he's that it's robin hood and it's probably gonna it looks like a a woman i think um because you never see behind the hood whatever but it's clearly right. It's called Hood Outlaws and Legends, and they're talking about stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. So, I mean, we know what it is, but it's just weird. It's a weird choice. Uh, so, then we saw right. Temtem, which is coming to PS5. Uh, Whatever. It's a Pokemon, Pokemon game that came out on PC that's still not even out of beta, I don't think. I bought Early Access for 30 bucks way back and like a couple months ago. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, it's Pokemon. It's exactly, po- like, exactly Pokemon, but fully multiplayer yeah. online. Like open world Pokemon with multiplayer, you can battle other people and team Uh-oh, up. Oh, so it's better than Pokemon. Yeah, that was the point of it. Was like somebody made Pokemon and was like, all the shit that we've been wishing for for years, I'm just gonna make like a fully open world Pokemon game that you can walk from one end of it to the other and you know do whatever, catch whatever. You're like not having to go do the exact same story and this time have multiplayer. Like go with your friends and go catch Pokemon together. Um, Word. Cool. It's a good game. It's coming to PS5. That's cool. Uh, so then, finally, the the last thing we got was a Godfall extended preview, and man, oh man, did this shit fall on its fucking face? 
you really think so? I thought that the I thought that pre-done breakdown video was done well, and I had fun watching it. You were you drunk? And I'm not saying that to be rude. Like no, re, was it no, at no, night? It was, like it was, was it late I night? It live. It was daytime. Oh, okay. Sober. I okay. watched it a couple times over. Again, I wasn't saying through shitty. I was saying like maybe. No, you know. dude, it's okay. Um, it's all right. My, it's okay. I'm falling apart. I just took a shot. I've I've had four shots since we've started. That's fine. Uh, because if you watch the combat, it is the most repetitive shit I've ever seen. It's literally four moves. Like each person has a four hit combo, and that's all they do. There's no variation. There's no nothing. Okay, it, I think you're being a little harsh. It looks terrible. I don't think it looks terrible. Here's the problem that I'm not sure what's going to happen. Is this free to play upon launch, or is this a paid title? It's a paid title. I don't title. think we know. Yeah, then they're fucked. So here's what they said. It's a it's being touted as a quote-unquote looter slasher. So think Destiny, but with knives or swords. There's five weapon types. Short sword or da- dual-wield daggers, short Long sword, sorry. Two-handed mace, two-handed sword, and I want to say a staff. Uh, you, it's a, it's a loot game, so it's all about loot, picking up loot, killing shit, right? So it's going to have online co-op with up to two additional players. There will be no microtransactions. All loot is unlocked within the game. And That's it's going to be good. a third-person action RPG-style game. Uh, and you basically, you get armor sets that change the way you play, kind of. I think they give you more mobility or whatever, and then obviously you mix that with your weapon choice and you're doing stuff. But Wait, but this isn't so bad. There's no microtransactions. Yeah, it just looks boring as shit. It looks like what Destiny ends up being, which is like kill stuff. Like, no, no, you know, like no story. Okay, so I see what you're saying is because I'm watching it again. I'm looking at it on my phone and it, it looks good. It looks like, uh, how do I say this? Babies first Dark Souls. Yeah. It's almost like Baby's First Dark Souls Devil May Cry. It's it, What it is is it's kind of like an, an introductory style third-person action game, like a like a action hack and slash, like Devil May Cry or something, but very shallow and very kind of like not deep. Somebody said something really well said the other day. I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but I don't know why they said it this way, but they were like, uh, it might have been PSLWXOXO, and it, I think they said somebody said something like, "When you're fighting, it's very like uh, orthopedic." Is that the feed the feet one? Uh, What's the pedic? Orthopedic, yeah. Uh, where like the the ending of like a combo doesn't end with your character standing in a way that's like natural to like combat. Like you know when you're playing Bloodborne. And you swing your weapon a few times in its transformed mode, and then you press L1, and you get that extra attract that retransforms it back to the other, and it all kind of motionally flows into each other, into yeah. itself. They're like, this game looks just like they're like, this is a cool combo, and then that's a cool combo, but they're not actually paying attention to where's your character starting their attack, where they're ending their attack. Yeah. Does, yeah. Do, do these move the movements look fluid? No, you're just it's it's almost like having somebody who's never studied martial arts like, hey, can you choreograph a two minute karate scene? And then someone yeah. goes, Oh, this is cool, but they don't know what they're doing. So it's a little janky. It looks like basically a kind of like a, a fucking like like a hack and slash game, which are fun, 
but it's kind of shallow. And it's like almost trying to be Dark Souls in a weird way. Because at the end they show like, a boss fight. It looks like fight. it's trying to be a little more like Devil May Cry, but it's looking. But it. But the game. It almost looks like Dark Souls meets Devil May Cry. But saying that is a little too much. That's a little too much props. Yeah, I, I, see I don't what think you're this saying. looks bad. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks rudimentary, and I think it looks basic. Yeah. I would say like that I, as well. It I, doesn't necessarily. I think necessarily... when this thing goes to Starbucks, it wears Uggs and it orders a pumpkin spice latte. It 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 just doesn't look compelling. That's where I'm at. Is like I don't want to play it at all. Oh, I'll, I still want to play it. I still want to hack. Shit you up. still want to play Mortal Shell, dude? And that game is trash. Because I like aesthetics. I like games that look good. And like I don't know. I don't regret. Let me not say what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> just like, it's okay. So I, I can be a little bit, I like what things look like. And also, I'm looking at what I'm looking at right now. They're showing a lot more different cosmetics. There's a lot of cosmetics. I just saw like a weird, cool, glowing Anubis outfit. Like, I like shit like that. Like, yeah, that's what they were saying is those are like the armor sets you want to get. I forget what they called them, but they're like, yeah. you know. I like that, I like yeah. that stuff. No, it. there's some good there. I just am like... It literally looks like it's gonna put me to sleep while I'm playing it, and which is yeah. crazy to say about something that's so actiony like that. But it's like, putting me to sleep while I watch, yeah, massive action, and I'm just like, oh, this just is, this is just shallow. Yeah, he's just attacking everything. There's no like thought to dodging or blocking, and they even say there's like a parry there's system. Some. But there he, is a parry, but he's like some. he's just kind of killing everything, and it looks like it doesn't even feel like it's hard. Or like, well, well, here's the deal: if the if the team that's making the game doesn't know how to create difficulty properly, all they're gonna do is pump those enemies with HP or like do cheese shit. Or that's do what separates games like Dark Souls guys and Bloodborne. At once, yeah, yeah, that's what separates like Dark Souls, Bloodborne from other games. Like they, those enemies matter, and like they are built well. This looks like a dunce cap of a game that just looks really pretty. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, that was it for state of play. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read real quick. The, the comments we got since we only got four. Um, and right, wait, be... before you do that, I got one before we continue. All we have is, and then we're going to go through the list. That's going to be pretty quick. I go but I, I have a, a thing. I want you, I want to see if you can help convert a friend, not even convert, but see your opinion. Um, so he's he's growing to be one of my favorite buds, my buddy, my buddy uh, Christian, and also my buddy Alex. But Christian asked, "I Christian's never played Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen, so I brought it to him, and he started playing it. But we were talking, and he realized like, oh, this is a text-heavy game, like talking. So I'll I'll play later because we were chatting, and uh, he was like, oh, there's no lock on, and at one point he was like, oh, I should go. Like I like this about him. He looked at he looks at the trophy list first. He goes, "Should I just start on hard because there's a trophy for hard?" And I'm like, "I don't know." He did the tu- the tutorial on hard, and he was like, "This is kind of rough." And we go to go to normal. Um, what would you say to somebody coming into starting Dragon's Dogma, who's used to playing like some hardcore games, but Dragon's Dogma is kind of different. It's like Skyrim's take. It's like Capcom's take on Skyrim. But with a little bit of Devil May Cry's combat. And a little Monster Hunter almost. And Monster Hunter almost. So 
I told him like, hey, no pressure. Like if you find something that makes you not want to do it, go ahead and bow out. But I'm telling you, it really is worth it in the end. Dragon's Play. Dogma really is good. Like, so do you do you remember fondly of Dragon's Dogma? I how it was? loved that game. I loved yeah, that man. game. Like, I love it. I played it through twice, and both times I ended up like the second time I was like, I'm gonna do a different build, and I was gonna go. I forget the name of it, but you're like this mage that you cast shit out of your shield, and then you can cast battle mage. No, the name of the character in the game. It's not called a battle mage. It's called something else. Um. And you can cast these like uh, orbs on the ground and then you can hit them and they'll shoot magic out. And if you stack them in a row, they'll shoot into each other and the magic will get more and more strong. So people were like one-shotting ogres with it. Like they would put 20 of those orbs on the ground in a line backwards, like lure the ogre near it and then run back and hit it once and it would one-shot the ogre. Um, nice. But I always end up playing an archer with a longbow. Uh, I forget. There's like there's an archer or a ranger and then oh, it goes I'm sorry mystic knight mystic knight there you go that's the name of it yeah um i always play just the longbow archer it's so strong because you have a pawn and you can rent other pawns i would just rent i'd either have my pawn be a tank and rent an, like a healer and then uh rent a mage so that i have like a pretty rounded out party and i would just hang back and shoot the shit out of everything do like you know all these different uh skilled shots that like do different shit i just remember really yeah. enjoying the actual archery combat and i i generally don't play ranged like characters i'm always a sword and board guy in rpgs yeah but i loved dragon's dogma so my advice would be to uh play an archer play a ranger and see if you like it if oh. not play a mage because the mages are really strong too they have these like, cool utility spells can get secret places by floating around and doing cool shit um, oh, you're right. You do have that little jump float. Mm -hmm. And explore everything, man. And if you see an enemy that's huge, run away. Like, you try and fight it once. See if, if you die. Next time, just avoid it and come back later and kill the shit out of it. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't want to force him to be like, play it. But I also do, I want to make sure that, like, look, play it if you enjoyed it. And if you get hung up on something, that's fine. But I told him at least stick in there until you fight something giant. Yeah. And then tell me you don't want to play this game. Dude, there was like, a... He did, he did the smart thing. He chose fighter first, which I think... Because I told him, you, you don't have to start a new class. Your one character can eventually be every class. Mm -hmm. And you get cool skills from each one. Class. Like, yeah. fighter gives you an HP boost, which is cool. Like, I always had that on. Like, stack, I definitely right? started out as a sword and board guy. Swapped to a two-handed warrior and then went ranger because I wanted the health boost and like the yeah they all stack. You can only equip a certain amount of them. Like you have to pick and choose, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man, Dragon's Dog was fucking great. It's I wish Capcom shit. would and make a true sequel. Well, remember when they were taunting and they even had a logo made for Dragon's Dogma two? Well, they did make a drag it's Dragon's Dogma online, and it was but Japanese it was only, only in Japan, yeah. and apparently and it it's was... really good actually. Wait, it came out? Yeah. So can we do VPN Express or VPN and play it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then we have to learn how to read Japanese. Yeah, people have translated the menus. That's really all you need. Um, and, and it's really it's just the map from Dragon's Dogma, mm -hmm. but open world. Oh, yeah. man, we got to look into that. Yeah, I mean, I cool. probably won't do it because I'm, I'm lazy and I don't like PC stuff. I can't even get Skype to work. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I told them, like, no, oh, Skype. <laughs> 
no Skype, why do you have to disconnect my microphone? Um, so, like, I told him, like, oh, God, this can't be a new thing. It can't. We're losing. Uh, anyways, uh, I told him, like, archers start off really cool. But I'm like, bro, but eventually unlocks magic archer, and it's bananas time. It is. I, I did it's, switch to a magic archer, <laughs> but... magic archer, you're shooting... You homing magic, missiles, dude. Mag, homing magic shit. It's awesome. Dude, you can do this thing where you hold... Like, you look down your you know bow, and you you know do the thing that all homing missiles do, where you, like, move around, and all the enemies get targeted, and then you just shoot a volley of, like, 30 arrows, and they all yeah. hit everybody, and everybody explodes. It's fucking great. Yeah, it gets, in your words, it gets cuckoo nuts. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a mage, you literally can summon a tornado the size of a building. Yeah, or, or like, like icicles have, have that you, shoot out of the ground and fucking you can jump time. off them. Mm -hmm. It takes time. You have to have, like, that's why you have to have your pawns. You have to have your tanks and shit because you got to cast a spell because this tornado is going to come through and it's going to wreck shop of everyone, but it's going to take you 15, 17 seconds to cast it. Dude, and, and even healing, it just ca casts like a cloud of heal. You have to go stand in it. Yeah. And the whole pawn system where if your pawn comes in my game, but your pawn had already fought, fought direwolves before, so it knows that they're weak mm -hmm. to fire, your pawn will tell me and my pawn, hey, they're weak to fire. So now my pawn knows something. So you're exchanging information with the pawn system. It was brilliant. And it really, like, I really found it to be one of the cooler, most interesting games, I mean, of... Capcom. Yeah, this shit makes me maybe? want. This, this makes me want to go back and do a, a PlayStation Three version of this where we see what were the best places. But that wasn't exclusive, was it? No. Uh, I don't know. Yes. I want to say yes. I let's, don't. Let's it might have been on Xbox. I think. It, I think. Dude, it I played that game. I like went insane. It, I did a hell point where I was like every minute of free time. I'm I'm just playing it. Yeah, I that I think that was my first game because I think I did that a little before I really really crushed in on Souls. I think no, it was on Xbox, um, twenty twelve. Uh, I that I think that was one of the first games like that. I that I clocked like two hundred fifty hours in, where I was just like, oh yeah, it was the only thing I did for like. And six you know what was cool? It had straight up Berserk characters. Like they had pre made models of five of the Berserk yeah. carrier characters, like Guts, oh. obviously. Uh, I think he, no, he chose that. I was yeah. talking to him while he was choosing his character. He was like, "I chose the guy that looked like guts," <laughs> and I was like, "Sick, brah." Yeah, there's so cool. So yeah, Christian, play Dragon's Dogma, dude. I gotta load my game up so I can tell him how to find my pawn because I have a really good healer pawn. Well, but it won't. You didn't play on PS4, I don't think. I did. Oh, I you did. Okay. I, I gave him my um, my physical. Oh, got it. Got it, got I, it, have, got it. I have it digitally because it was on Plus, so I gave him my physical. Cool. All right, so. Real quick, I'm just going to run through our comments of lists. Um, so Luke Walsh said, uh, after buying Bloodborne from the PlayStation Store, waiting almost a day for it to download, because he's got shitty Australian internet, uh, getting schooled by every single enemy for 45 minutes, I didn't touch it again for a whole year. When Lords of the Fallen was a free download, though, uh, through the PS uh, Store, I gave it a go. I really enjoyed it and felt that the mechanics were similar to what I remembered from Bloodborne. They are, just clunkier. Um... So I restarted Bloodborne and loved it. My internet was so bad that I'd play it offline and totally missed out on all the notes and uh, that players leave to warn you that some asshole's about to jump out from behind crates or some shit. Or some obese slug crow is about right under your feet. Uh, best game on PS4 currently. 
car, I guess, you know. He said IDST. Okay. I don't know what that means. IDST. I don't stand <laughs> turmeric. He doesn't like turmeric? I don't yeah. stand turmeric. Turmeric's gross. I, no, it's not. It helps inflammation. Seth Myers, friend of the show. Seth said, Myers. <laughs> Seth Myers said my list would be Bloodborne, Sekido, Death Stranding, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Last of Us 2. Okay. Uh, looking okay. forward to yours. I that's see a, you. That's a good list. Uh, that's a bunch of the heavy hitters, though. You know. Say it again. Bloodborne. Bloodborne, Sekiro, Death Stranding, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Last of Us 2. Okay. I mean, he really went in on Seven Remake. Yeah. So I can't talk. But I feel. Let's not go there right now. That's too much. That's too, that. That's too fresh of a wound. <laughs> I haven't even beat it. I gotta beat it. Um, Chelsea Graves. Uh, I'm sorry, Chelsea Gaves. Gaves said, "Can't wait to hear your lists." Well, you're about to. Uh, you're and about then to. Trevor, whose video I was talking about earlier, he he commented on our page. So I'll just say his name. Trevor Lapointe uh, said, "Number one, it's called." an X boner and number two can't wait to listen <laughs> tweet um yeah uh, so thanks guys for writing in that was awesome yep I was good I knew this was gonna go long that's why I didn't want to post up a new comment thread because I've yeah, been going to bed right, at 11 now we have the breakdown and we're gonna crash through it and then uh Christian did submit a question but it kind of can be answered after the the thing yeah we'll we'll end it, on that yeah. there's a little communication we like communication so all right so i'm gonna just kind of go through the list and then we can go through we'll, we'll kind of cherry pick and talk about ones that a we've played and b we think you know kind of deserve wait, what list there. do you have you have the list, I have the I list you sent me okay because i was just gonna go it's alphabetical and i was just gonna go one to one against each other until we dwindle down but uh, well, I'm you just see that this. first one? I think we don't bring that up. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've already said it, so uh, I'm just going to go through the list, and then we'll talk about kind of where we're at from there. I think. Okay. It is in alphabetical, but it just will make it. You know, may, uh, people might write in afterwards and tell us they've played the ones that I've never even heard of. Yeah. So we've got Bloodborne. I, Bound. Yeah, Bloodborne. I think ranks high on both of our lists. Of course, yeah. Bound, and... which I've never heard of. Bound is in a very interesting game. If you have PlayStation Plus, you probably have this if you've had it consistently. I think Bound is a very great game that a lot of people should experience. Oh, is that that Flower one? Almost. It's a game almost like Flower or... No, no, I mean uh, you're like a weird plant guy. Like you grow plants and do shit, right? No, no. Um, Bound is actually very cool. It's a game where you can't really lose. You can, but you can't. but it's kind of like a game that came out to really just accentuate the usage of the PlayStation 4's capabilities. So it's mostly just, like, look it up if you want while while I'm talking. It's mostly just really good geometric and graphic shit, and you play this weird character that only moves in, like, ballerina movements. So it's it's, it's more of, like, more than a game, it's, like, an artistic experience, and it's a really nice thing to look at. Yeah, it looks whack to me. It's, it's it's one of those things I'm like I don't get it. But let me just yeah, let it, me read the, the names. End, it's not really a it's not really a game, so it gets struck off. I'm just gonna go through the list and then we'll talk because I I want to get through it and then we can pick out the games we want to talk about. You know what I mean? Okay, I figured we would knock them out. Like Bound is already knocked out. Okay, now. all right, that's fine. Yeah, Concrete Genie, never heard of it. 
Uh, Conquer Dream is a game that a lot of people talk very highly about. And it's supposed to be like, everybody check this game out. I look at it. It looks charming and nice, whatever. But still doesn't play up to what we're talking about when it comes to the best of a generation. We're trying to break down what was the best PlayStation 4 exclusive game. Conquer Genie's not going to be it. So it's knocked out. Uh, I tell you what won't be is Days Gone, which remember that was like the darling for a minute. And then... Yes, I've had a couple of friends have this on their list. And I didn't play it, so I can't really talk shit. But I didn't figure that it was going to be very good. But I've had a good amount of people go, no, it's really cool. Um, so we could be up there for discussion. But in the end, you and I never didn't play it, right? Yeah, I did not. I, I remember so looking at really it and thinking it. it's Daryl from Walking Dead in World War Z where those zombies make a flood. Yeah, so I think that's it. That's knocked out because yeah. anything we didn't play... Uh, is getting knocked out. So right now, the only thing standing is Bloodborne. Of course. Uh, it's going to be the last one standing. But uh, the next three I know of but never played, which is Drawn to Death, Dreams, and Drive Club, which I... Drive Club may be up there because I know people love it f- as a driving game, but... Or I've heard... Drive it. Club launched with problems because it was like an online service game. Mm-hmm. So it took a while. So now people like it, but... I don't know. It's also a racing game. Yeah, You're not gonna win this. No, uh, drawn to gone. death. I mean, um, dreams, whatever. That's a developmental tool. That's not a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are uh, using it to make cool shit. But I'm, I'm never gonna. I mean, I, exactly. No, I, I remember when it. I remember when the E3 of like 2015 or whatever when it was like shown. I was like, I don't care. I remember Tony, former host of Nerd Porn, with us. Uh, was like, it's going to be amazing. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's going to be a thing people make cool shit in. And when you play it, you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to have to get a game and then spend 40 hours making a cool game in it that I don't even want to play because I just I spent made 40 it. hours making exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Drawn to Death was cool. It's a third-person multiplayer shooter that takes place in a kid's notebook. It is interesting. If you're into that kind of thing, look it up. Uh, it was on Plus, so you should have it. And uh, But no. Knocked out. I don't have a lot of plus games, FYI. Uh, there's one right here you're going to miss. You're going to miss Fighting EX Layer. This is where people may yeah. say, I mean, write in if you want. Uh, some of these games we're bringing up, a few of them are PlayStation exclusive, but also available on PC, which technically means they're available on Windows, which makes it Microsoft. Fuck off. We're just saying. If, well, if, if, so... The, the big one that's going to have that is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, but it was exclusive for almost an entire console generation. It just came out on PC last month. Yeah, so, no, I think Horizon is okay for being a PlayStation. Uh, uh, I think the biggest, most controversial on the list is Street Fighter V because it was a PlayStation exclusive, except it's also on PC. But fuck you, you can't play it on your Xbox. That's what I'm saying. The, mm. We're not too stickler. Uh, the one that you're missing from your list is Fighting EX Layer, which is a fighting game based off of uh, Arika's Street Fighter EX plus Alpha series, which is great. It's really cool. It's a great game. Um, I think they really fucked up with the naming nomenclature with Fexel. If they would have made it Fighting Layer EX, they could have called it Flex, but they called it Fighting EX later, so now people call it Fexel, which sounds stupid. Uh, very cool fighting game, but it's not going to stack up, but it is a really good fighting game, and they did actually put Terry Bogart from the SNK uh, fighting series in there. Um, but no, you get knocked out. Bloodborne uh, stands on top. And Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, which I didn't play. <laughs> I did. Uh, it's a 
almost Musu Musou style side like style game, uh, Dark Dynasty War style game of Fist of the North Star. Uh, very cool, but you know, it's it's a cool kind of game that's open world GTA meets Dynasty Warriors meets some car shit. It's it's pretty fun. I like Fist of the North Star, but uh, you know, three out of five type game. All right, so then we had Ghost of Tsushima, which is uh, so you, very recent. So, so now we have our first... Uh, they don't have to go head-to-head, but how good would you say Ghost of Tsushima is as I a mean, PlayStation 4 exclusive? It's a, it is a great game. It's going to be on... It's probably going to be on my, my list by virtue of, like, on my top five because I probably... Which is weird. I probably haven't played through a lot of these. Like, I haven't finished Ghost of Tsushima. I'm probably halfway done. Uh, God of War, which is next, uh, I played maybe 10 hours of. Um, you didn't beat God of War? No. And I didn't beat Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I'm, I'm a bad okay, well, well, gamer. Th- th- that's what's going to happen. I'm sure there's already people who may be annoyed that we skipped this and that. Everyone's got different lists because I did beat Horizon, I did beat God of War, but I did not play Tsushima, but you did. So, I mean, Tsushima is a great game. It's an open world game, so it has some of the failings that open world games have, but it, it fixes a lot of shit that those games have as well. And it consistently rewards you with useful shit. So, which I feel like a lot of open world games do not. You know what I mean? You just end up doing something and you're like, why did I do that? Like, Every okay. side quest has a, like, not every, but a lot of side quests have very good stories and they give you something like a charm or something that gives you some new, you know, something you can help, like you can use to help you be stronger. Um, it's very good. It's definitely a 4.5 or, you know, I'm sure it's a 5 for a lot of people. It's probably 4.5 for me. Um, I wish there was more weapons. Like, I wish you could pick a different weapon type other than just a sword. Um, okay. But you're a samurai. I get that. You know what I mean? That is clearly like a big thing in the story. But part of the story is that you're a samurai who's kind of going against your samurai teachings because you have to. Like you're stabbing people in the back and slitting throats and sneaking around and not just being a cop, you know, like, a, you know, being a samurai and challenging people to -to face-to-face battles and all this stuff. Yeah. It's a great game, though. compared to God of War... How do you hold them to to each other? But, I mean, no offense, I'm letting you answer this, but you don't have you don't deserve to answer it because you only played ten hours of God of War. Yeah, and that tells you something. So I, you picked Tsushima over God of War. Yeah, hundred percent. I picked God of War over. Well, I can't because I didn't play Tsushima, but I'm pretty fucking positive because I've watched like at least four hours of Tsushima content. God of War to me was a huge deal. Yeah, I think it's one of the best looking games. Um. I'm a little bit underwhelmed by the scope of the game because it's the beginning of a trilogy. It's the beginning of an adventure. So you're not going to see all the dope shit. This game has cool enemies and weapons and bosses and shit, but they're going to get way better because enemies and bosses and shit are kind of whack because they didn't waste, they didn't want to waste any dope shit. Spoilers, they just, Thor comes up in in a basically after credit scene and your enemy is basically Balder, the son of Freya, and you fight like some bullshit dragon. And there's some ogres and some monsters. This was basically the way for them to start this universe in the Norselands without having to waste any of the gods. 
but I think that was kind of, I mean, it was kind of the way to go to not waste any of the gods. Whatever the fuck comes after this is probably going to be mind-blowing and it's going to be great and I'm looking forward to it. But God of War 2018 is uh, its incredible. It's high on my list. Um, it beats... It stands next to Bloodborne, basically. No. So right now on your list, you you have Bloodborne and Tsushima together. Not together, no, no, not not at all. No, no, I mean, oh not, yeah, those those are the two like stand. Everything else has basically fallen by the wayside. So are you dropping God of War by the wayside as you pass it? I mean, I dropped it while I played it. I okay, lost so, interest yeah. very quickly. I okay, I didn't. When I, you start I, putting RPG mechanics into shit, and then you don't give me gear to chase, I'm gonna lose interest. Did, like if I'm just using the, the same the fucking blacksmiths, I did, and it was like put a handle on your axe. Okay, like well, that's a conversation for another day. Then, but that's I mean, not new gear to me. Like I wanted to have a giant sword. <laughs> Why do I have to use? An oh axe? no no no! You just you have you have, an you axe, have your chain blades and axe. Yeah, you have a shield, and then later on, spoilers, you get your blades. Uh, chaos blades back yeah i'm uh, i'm like if you're gonna make me like if i'm gonna be playing an rpg give me an rpg don't give me a an action game and then go like but you level and you do cool shit and make yourself stronger and i'm like no no, no. give me a fucking sword i want to see it i want to see my progression if, yeah. I'm, if i'm gonna get it and as great as it looked i just didn't care about the story like okay. and, and that's just me Again, I no, know that's it's a fair enough, game. dude. It definitely is fair enough. I, it's okay. I understand. Uh, um, I mean, there's stuff about God of War I didn't like. Yeah, you know? I was kind of the dragon was kind of boring. Um, next couple are kind of unnecessary. Gran Turismo Sport. I'm sure it was nice. It's a racing sim. No yeah, thanks, sure it's um, great. Grand Gran Blue Turismo. Fantasy Relink is actually the RPG game that isn't out yet. Oh, okay. But that brings us to Horizon Zero Dawn. You didn't play that. I play. I played a good amount of it, but. I don't think I got very far. I just played for a long time because I was doing the shit I always do, which is like crawling around, you know, just walking around doing weird shit and not. Okay, there's one thing to ask. Did you ever fight the Thunderbird? No. Okay, then you. Damn, that's a bummer. Because that's the moment where you realize, holy shit, this game's cool. Uh, I had just gotten past the part where like your village gets destroyed or whatever. The Thunderbird is like the next. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just got Um, to like the part where you're out on your own. So, okay. Um, I do put Horizon Zero Dawn up on my list. I mean, it is one of these AAA, open world, set piece games, but it is a really good game. Um, you know, we can't review every one of these games as they come up, but Horizon, for me... It's on my is, list. It's, it's on, on my, my list because I'm going to play it. I just haven't gone back. Yeah, I, I, I played it, and I think it may even be... I'm, I'm just trying to see, because I wasn't thinking of putting it together in top five, but I'm thinking... PS4 exclusives because remember guys there's a lot of games we're missing that are multi-platform that were great that beat a lot of these games we're talking about PS4 only exclusives Horizon may be in that top 5 for me um, but I'd rather do a top 3 um, yeah yeah I mean we can do a top 3 with two runners up that makes it a 5 you know what I mean that are like these were close yeah. but they're not on the list uh, I played both Infamous First Light and Second Son I did not beat either I got very far in Second Son, I fought like four or five bosses. Second Son's the the main game. Uh, First Light was just like the DLC add on. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. Uh, Infamous has the thing, I think, same as Bloodborne, where these games came out basically at launch, and they still look as good or better than yeah. games that are coming out now. And I think it has to do with when a new console comes out, certain people and developers and stuff are so hype and working so hard. They're working so hard uh, to get everything out of this system and put the best product out. And it shows how great of a thing you could do at the launch of a cycle. And when something like, when, when some other game comes out like now, and looks like dog shit compared to Infamous or Bloodborne. I'm like, Bloodborne came out five years ago? Six years ago, maybe? When the yeah. fuck did Bloodborne came out? Uh, you know 2014, I mean? like, It was a launch ago. title. Mm-hmm. And it shows, it shows you that the effort that you put into something really matters. And that's why when a console first comes out, sometimes you see some games that look better than the end of the generation because people eventually get, they get complacent. They go, ah, oh, we can make it look good and just use the same thing. We're using Unreal 4 again, just trying to put slap on that shiny filter and whatever. And they're just slapping out games for people to buy. But then when you notice these games, they worked a lot on them. Like, I'm sure we'll get to it and have a moment where we speak about Bloodborne. Bloodborne still, as I'm, I'm currently playing it again, it, Bloodborne is shockingly uh, visually impressive. Still. And it's a launch title. So is yeah. Infamous. It's crazy. Like, Infamous Second Son looks as good and looks and is, for me, more fun than Spider Man. Yeah. It beats Spider Man. I beat Spider Man. So I'm going to have to disagree there in that, in terms of that. But I would say they are neck and neck. Like, it's as good as Spider Man. In you know gameplay wise, in terms and of like wise. being a hero and having fun, yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm just more invested in Spider Man. You know what I mean? That's the the only reason I beat it and not Infamous. Um, I kind of yeah. fell off Infamous. I've played it during the hurricane. I think I was just playing a ton, and then I got internet again and was like, video games that have online. You know, like I just moved away. But yeah. it's a great game. With me, I really enjoyed I, it. I I played Infamous one and two beforehand, and when I got the PS4, I got Second Son. Because it was on plus, and I recently looked at my trophy list and realized I only have one trophy, and it's for doing something within the first two hours of the game. I haven't really played it, and I spoke to a, I, I pulled a couple of people, and oddly, uh, Alex, Trisha, Mike from Mark the Grocery Gang, two of them chose Infamous as their winner. And it was kind of weird, but I, I understood. And it was a cool conversation. And also to see how people, you know, everyone has a different perspective. And it was cool to see. And these were, I mean, this took like three hours of talking. But we're at like, three hours right now. <laughs> yeah, imagine if three hours was just this convo to break down to there. But yeah. So, I mean, literally I could cut this list down as we go. Killzone isn't going to hack it. I played Knack it. It's okay. Knack it. 1 and 2 I've played. They're okay. Last Guardian, I, I don't think play. anybody played that. Shadow Colossus is great. Okay, Last of Us Part 2, does it hold up and doesn't stand anywhere for you? It's That's a fucking tough one, man. Because I did really, really enjoy it, but I also... It, to tell you the truth, I'm going to like not name every game on this list. I'm just going to start naming the ones that, that matter, which is like another four. <sighs> Last of Us Part Two 
is a great game. It's almost like how Hereditary was for me. Hereditary is one of my favorite movies in the last decade, but I'll probably never watch it again. Okay, so how about this? Last of Us 2 or Ghost of Tsushima? This is how the game works. Now we start cutting it down. I mean, uh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Ghost of Tsushima because I feel better playing it. <laughs> okay. And I mean, okay. obviously, Bloodborne shits on Last of Us, too. So. Yeah. Spoilers, Bloodborne's uh, my number one. But don't just stop it. Don't spoil it. They knew it. Um, I, I do think there's a bunch of other that I don't think we played. Um, medieval <laughs> Is Monsters remaster. of the Deep going in yours? I put I only listed Monsters of the Deep because I really wish I had played it. Um, Neo <laughs> Two, I know we didn't play. I Order did play 1886 it. is trash. I played Neo Two. I played a shit ton of Oh, you did play Neo Two. You did get it's it. It's on the list for sure. Ne- okay, Neo Two or Tsushima. Uh, what is a better game? Uh, Not more fun. What's a better game? Neo Two. What's I haven't beaten fun? it though. I'm I'm at the last third of the game. Okay. Caprio said the DLC is really cool. Uh, it is really I gotta get it. So Persona five, I think this is really the only JRPG on here. Uh I never beat it. I'm so sad. I, I bought not it. Not even again. without beating it though, just like pretty good. Oh yeah. Pretty it's, awesome. It's a great game. game. Uh but does it beat any of the running ups, guys? I mean, right now I've got Bloodborne. My three right now are Blood... Well, no. It would be probably Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Neo 2 for me right now. In that so order. So, Tsushima probably. are gone? I mean, if I'm doing a three... Uh, yeah, Tsushima would be my runner-up, probably. My top five would be in for sure. Okay. Uh, I thought Persona 5 was cool. I didn't play enough of it. I play, I, I didn't play enough of Persona 5, which means I played about 40 hours, which means I played the first 2%. Because yeah. that game is too fucking long. And Royal is even longer. Yeah, and I have Royal. I, I just I have I look too. at it. I look at it all I, the time. <laughs> I fucking pick up the steel book. I do. And I too. look at it and, and I'm, I'm like, God, you're beautiful. I just think one day. I'm gonna play you one day. I already have um, a guide <laughs> saved on my phone for how to play through to get the proper S ranks and all that shit. Yeah. Cause that's yeah, what stops me. Is Chris. I'm like, I'm I don't want to think like do i hang out with this person today or like i don't want to do any of that i just want to get the cool story okay um okay i I think we're at like the meat because after this like okay pt was a fun thing i didn't play it but it's not a game i beat it it's great but no it Uh, doesn't count um well i'm skipping ahead (sighs) spider-man i know it's been beat probably right yeah i beat it by something Oh no! Did anything beat it, or just since we're pretty much near the end? Any? It was a good game. It's yeah, it's it was a, great a game. fun game. It's a great game. It's awesome. I don't think it's what people say when they. A lot, this is a lot of people's winner, and a lot of people, or some people have said, the greatest superhero video game of all time. Mm. I think people are just overexcited because it's Spider-Man. Yeah, and there aren't many superhero video games that are good. Yeah, it's basically Batman. Arkham and then Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is just Arkham Spider-Man. Not even. I mean, it's got some Arkham elements in the combat. That's what I mean, combat-wise. Like, Yeah, Spider-Man is basically a pretty cool beat-em-up action, open-world, superhero-type game. They did a really cool job. 
it just helps that Spider-Man is the number one property in the world when it comes to superheroes. I will say it had a few too many moments that were just cinematic push a button at the right time things, and I hate that. Yeah, and a bunch of wasted time where it's like, play as MJ for a little while, and it's Ugh. like... And the one where it's like, play as uh, Miles Play Morales as Miles, and, and it's like, okay, I, would, I wouldn't mind... Slowly. If I was playing as them and doing shit in the game, but like this is no, this is it's it's an interactive cutscene. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's it's it would be on the top ten for sure, but that's very broad. Since I mean, there's not enough games. There are a lot of games. There's not enough to make a top fifty. You know what I mean? So top yeah. ten is a, a lot of games to fall in there. Yeah, next next is Street Fighter Five. It's only on PS4, but you can also play it on PC, which means it's Microsoft. But fuck you. Um, obviously, it's not gonna chart because it's a fighter. And I mean, I do personally love Street Fighter Five. I was very happy because I'm a salty salt boy. Uh, I was very like I was so salty happy when I when they were like, and it's only coming to PlayStation. So there was like no Xbox. So, like, Evo and, like, fighting tournaments was, like, everyone had to turn into a Sony pony. I was like, yes. Uh, that's just me being a hater and a loser and being, being negative. Uh, I really should have wanted everyone to experience this game. Yeah, be a, be a silly goose, not a negative Nancy. <laughs> um, negative Necromancer. I like that one better. Um, so, Street Fighter V was good. started off rough. It's great now. But in the end, it's still a game. It's still kind of flawed. It's not my favorite Street Fighter. Unfortunately, it gets knocked off. I mean, top three, I can't lie. There's game, no, I can't put it on my top. I would love to, and I would like to, but it is one of my favorite games. But not dog. And then after that, it's just, I don't think we either of us played Uncharted 4. No. no. I played Uncharted 2. I think two. Uncharted 4 is supposedly... I have heard people when I ask them, because I've been asking people about this, and they go, Uncharted 4 is fucking insane. Such a great game. And I think it really is. And it's free, so we all have it. We all should, if you check your PlayStation Pluses. You know, make sure every Tuesday, check the store, un unlock all your free downloads. Yeah. I'm so I did recently re-download the Uncharted Collection and 4, and I want to play it because I think, I think Uncharted 4 is sitting there, and we have no idea how epic of a game is just under our noses that we don't even know about. Because, uh, like, my buddy Christian, it came down for him after, like, a three-hour... Like, three hours of just the list boiled down to Infamous versus Uncharted. And it was very interesting to see someone else's opinions and how it got there. And it got me excited to go out and try those and re-download those games. But uh, that's pretty much it. We did skip a lot of stuff, but, like, I really doubt that we need to, like, debate whether Wipeout collection <laughs> matters <laughs> or like sakura wars well wasn't there so, like the order 1886 that was like a big yeah you know i feel a failure that i never even bothered playing it because that Dude, game has three been hours like, long <laughs> yeah it's super short and it was like three dollars in the bargain bin 30 years ago so <laughs> we should have played it uh but i heard it was shallow whatever yeah. and i don't think it would stack so i think we're looking at bloodborne mm -hmm. looking at like okay, for so you, I'm it's gonna be Bloodborne, God of War, uh, Horizon, and something else, right? So for exclusives, I'm looking at Bloodborne, God of War, and I my third, I don't know. I mean, there is one Until Dawn that was a very cool game. Nothing in my 
class. Something that we didn't bring up, and it was a cool horror thing, but it's a horror interactive game. It doesn't count. You're yeah, not a real it doesn't. Game. You just hit triangle to climb a fence or... Yeah, and there's like decisions. Right it's just an interactive movie. Like, but for me, Dreamscape, my shit would be Bloodborne, God of War. Dreamscape, my shit would be Bloodborne, Street Fighter Five, God of War. But I can't lie to y'all. It's Bloodborne, God of War, and then and we're talking PlayStation Horizon, Five right? for exclusives. Sigan has to be Horizon Zero Dawn, right? I think it's got to be of of PlayStation 4 exclusives because I didn't play Tsushima. But even if I did play Tsushima, I, I think that Horizon would beat it because I really, really enjoyed Horizon. Because Horizon was open world, it was epic, it was AAA, and it also had stealth. And look, and I love stealth combat. I am going to admit that I'm sure God of War shits on Ghost of Tsushima in terms of a full-fledged story because Ghost of Tsushima is just a revenge story, basically, and like a reclamation of your land. God of War is like supposedly this epic story. I just I lost interest. You know what I mean? And that's just me. It's okay. Yeah. I know it's a great you're game. You definitely it's right. on the you list. lose interest because it, it it definitely is when you get to the when you get it takes a some work. But when I had you just get gotten to God of to War, the, it's a motherfucker. I had just gotten to the part where you're talking to like a dryad lady in a tree. Uh Yeah, you're still that's like first third of the game. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much more of that stuff. It it gets really. I great. didn't really that, like the combat either, personally. That might be a problem if you can't vibe with that combat. I mean, there's still skills for you to learn, but it is a it, it is a visceral combat game. A lot of these other games like Tsushima and uh, Horizon, their combat is pretty forgiving, and you're kind of there, like, hey. God of War is fucking rough. Like it's not rough in a bad way. It's it's hard combat. I mean, you should be versed. Well, it's more character action than I like. You know what I mean? Yes, Dark Souls is more like from games are more Souls likes are more like paced, patient, strategic. Yeah, this is it's not just mash, mash, mash. It is strategic. No, but you but have to know is, the right it combos. Is a high rate. And, yeah, yeah. It, there's like it's it's a high bit rate of action. So. You better be ready. Like it catches me off guard. Like there's a whole. So I've never beaten a Devil May Cry game. Okay, the the, the different type of combat, but still, yeah, similar. Yeah, that goes to show a lot, and that matters a lot with why you may not vibe with the game. Like I may not be able to get through a Trials Trails of Cold Steel game because I might have just like too much ADD. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked. we, We all play differently, so I think God of War may not be gameplay style wise like i think who knows maybe we'll we'll trick you into trying it again uh but it may just not be your speed or your flow style so that's all good but in the end you know you could always watch cutscenes or like look it up it is a really cool thing um but because it gets to be a motherfucker like it gets to be a fucking motherfucker bro well in the end for me I mean, obviously, Bloodborne is my Bloodborne is the number one of all numbers. Number, number one is Bloodborne for me by far. By yeah, like leaps and bounds. Like Bloodborne's a mile ahead of anything else. Yeah, it's and so, it's funny because it, I hated launch. it. I hated it so much for half the generation, basically half of this console generation. Yeah. I hated it, and then it clicked, and I was fully in love. Yeah, man. We were just, we were too afraid to go out without our shields, is what it was. Well, and I just wasn't summoning. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, these games are beautiful because if something is too hard, and there are things that are too hard, some things are just not. You're never gonna get it right. Like, they're just. I mean, sure, I'm sure you're gonna get it if you have that patience, but I, I maybe don't. I should have just summoned you in, and we could just beat the one thing that was pissing me off. You know, like because honestly what got me through it is i summoned help i actually summoned i summoned help for gascoin on my playthrough that got me back and then i think i summoned you i actually think, yeah. yeah i summoned you and after that i was like oh i don't have to bang my head and be afraid you know bang my head against a fucking wall for 12 hours and be afraid of every boss like i can try them and that's what i do i try them a couple times and then I just summon help if I, you know, whatever. And then on New Game Plus, I go back and beat him alone. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. So it goes Bloodborne for me, then probably Neo 2, because I put in a lot of hours in that. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to beat it. I, I have to go back. It's Candelaria and I were playing a ton of it. You really played that much Neo 2? Yeah, dude. I'm so, that's crazy because that game is so hard. Or, or Neo One was so hard. Yeah, Neo Two. I missed that whole thing. You guys got to go into a whole other world and adventure without I me. I told you about it a bunch, and you said you weren't going to buy Neo Two. I know I wasn't, but I should have. I feel bad and left alone and left out now. Dude, and there's so many cool new weapons in it. Like <laughs> I'm going to go buy the it. The Tonfas are my favorite, personally. Uh, and then the switch like that should be on sale right now. The switch glaive was really, really, really cool. It's basically the hunter's axe. No, the saw cleaver. It like mm-hmm. switches into a little one-handed thing that you f- attack super fast, and then it p- pulls out into like a scythe almost. Okay, Very cool. Yeah, if you get it, I'll play through it again. Like I'll help it's you. It's on out. sale for forty bucks. Yeah, the new DLCs out too. And Candelaria was playing it the other day. I know, and she's been playing Salt and Sanctuary too, but. She'll she'll jump on for sure. It's it's very fun, <clears throat> very fun. And this one's more, um, you make your own character, and you're like going through more mythical, m- mystical story. Like you know, they always had like your little demon spirits and stuff. But there's yeah, it's I enjoyed the story more in this one. It's not as focused because you're not whatever his name was in the first one, John Smith Gerald. <laughs> yeah, fake Geralt. Basically, bootleg Geralt. Um, there's a ton of shit to do in it too. Neo Two is a great game, man. It's a great game. I'm gonna buy it. I'm uh, gonna buy it. And then Horizon, which I will go back and beat. And I know it's a great game. I was in love with it when I played it. I just, I think I got sucked into something else. Like, I think we started playing Dark Souls Three again, and I took it out. And after I took it out, it was Some like, shit. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that does it. Kind of switches like. When I think about it, it, it for me it's Bloodborne. I think I gotta swap it. I think it goes Bloodborne, second place Horizon, third place God of War. <laughs> Notice people that Sekiro is not on our, either of our lists. That's because it's not a console exclusive. It is. Oh no, it's no, on it's PC. Not. It is. You're you're right. You're no, right. no, it's on Xbox. You're right. You're right. Sorry, it's just that that would have been on the list. But even if it was a PS exclusive, <laughs> spoilers, no, that would not be near my list, dude. That would it be, would be near the end of my list. <laughs> It'd be at the bottom of my list, dude. I thought about playing it the other day, and then I just got anxiety and said no. <laughs> it's like you're like, should I play Sekiro? And then you just feel like your body tells you, I have the diarrhea now, and it's like, <laughs> dude, I I thought I should play it again. I should give it a chance. Like I. 
did to Bloodborne. <laughs> and then I thought of the fact that the horse boss that I raged at you about was oh, literally God, a mini boo. boss. <laughs> a mini boss, dude. Not even like a boss. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, uh, oh, no. a little weird thing with the new expansion they're doing for that game. They're adding this weird ghost mode where instead of summoning, when you go into a boss room, you can. This is I don't understand how it works. You summon the ghost of someone that is a pre-recorded thirty seconds of the last time they fought the boss in your game. And you can watch them, but as you're playing, I don't know. Like, you know how the ghosts in yeah, Dark Souls, yeah. you can see someone else's ghost. Yeah, now. that's it. And I was like, no thanks. Doesn't help yeah, me. Yeah, no thanks. Unless my friend can come help me. Yeah. So, Unless um, I can summon my friends and they can beat the boss for me while I scream. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, just to, just to prop up Bloodborne a little more, just to say, seriously, it was, I believe, a launch title, if not very close to launch title. Yeah, it was title. very close to launch. I don't think it launched with this, this system, but I think it was within months. Yeah, and it... I, I mean, I just recently went through the entire game again. I mean, recently, recently, as in I've played 40 to 50, 60 hours of Bloodborne in the last two months. Like, I'm playing it. I'm at the end now. Um, I'm doing end game stuff. So I recently platinum, replayed baby. it. Yeah, dog. Get back in there. It's still beautiful, awesome, eerie, great storytelling, wonderful, compelling gameplay. Difficult is all fucking hell. But then again, you can have your friend come help you. <laughs> and then, you know, you could like... It's it's just like, you know, sometimes it gets rough and you got to take a break or sometimes you have to realize, but it is a really sometimes great game. Sometimes you got to take a four-year break, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you just have to get so mad that you sell all of your From games because you couldn't beat, you know, anyways. Um, no, inside jokes, guys. Um, we were just making fun of you, Cap. But uh, it's a great game. It does hold up. It's got a great twist you start playing and it's this werewolf game then it becomes cosmic horror and it's i think it kind of has almost a little bit of everything i think everyone should play it uh a lot of games like how i was saying like oh god of war just might not be your speed or this might just not bloodborne i really think i want to tell everyone like you should i mean you should have it because it was on plus and it's also there's a huge sale it's probably five dollars right now uh you should start it with no preconceived uh, notions about it. And you should just be ready to die. That's fine. And as long as you're okay with dying and exploring, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful time. I think it's a great, let me fun, tell you, scary time. If you want to not care about dying, do the smart thing and do not ever walk around with 500,000 souls. Like, yeah, be smart. That's that's what I learned is like if you just don't care about losing your little 10k souls here and there that you got on the way to the boss room then who cares? Dying doesn't yeah. matter. That's what I found don't out in Hellpoint. Don't run around with a million souls and then walk into a boss room. Yeah. Dude, so secret I, I did I, in Hellpoint, I died to that one demon boss and then when I went in cuz I didn't realize he had a side quest, so then I went in in Hellworld and my souls were there so I just got them and talked to him and did the quest. <laughs> And he gave me Fucking a cool awesome. casting hand. It's basically a pyromancy glove. Yeah. I mean, I can't really stress enough without just being long-winded about it. Like, Bloodborne really does. It's a great game. It's like, it's like Bloodborne matters. It really does. It's important. I think that you should play it if you haven't. Honestly? If you think, like, if you consider yourself like, I like gaming and I love video games, and you haven't played Bloodborne, you should play it. And honestly, it's 
number one of my Souls games. Soulsborne. It's that and Dark Souls 1 are probably tied. And Dark Souls 1 strictly because of its place in the world, like what it did for gaming. And it, I mean, it's, it's still an amazing game, but I think Bloodborne beats it in almost every way. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think... Sorry about that. Um, that's going to uh, have to be yeah, it. Yeah. I think um, for those of you Souls heads... Yeah, man, Bloodborne kind of is the best from game. Yeah, it it it, it, it you have to match it with the Dark Souls, and it's either one or three, because technically three is mechanically better, but one is one and it started it, and two also has its things, but it's either one or three, so it's one, and it's either one or Bloodborne. And to tell you the truth, man, I think Bloodborne is the best from software game. The and only it's thing, great. only thing I'd want from Bloodborne is more, more weapons, more armor sets, you know, things like that, but. It's perfect the way it is. Like it doesn't need more. I just I would love more. You know, like I'd love to have another yeah. reason to play again. Basically, I mean, it, even I'm playing it. It actually does have a fair amount of weapons. Oh, it does. It's just it's, I, I mean, wish there was at like least fifteen. Yeah, and they're all really different I and well think done. There's 15, 12, 12 I think or you said fifteen, before? something like that. Yeah, but that might be main game plus a couple in the DLC. Yeah, yeah no, and it's all of them are two weapons each. You know, because they switch, whatever. But all right, but it's late. I got to go to fucking bed. <laughs> it is late. Can we do the final question? Uh, it is that long one, but I think that we can... The second half, I think we can do another episode on because the second half of this question is basically saying what do you, what previous generations uh, launch titles do you think were cool or whatever? So I think we can right, hit read. that next next time. But um, the question is... Uh, it's from Christian from my job. It says, um, out of what has been released to the public or shown in video of the currently confirmed launch titles... For the Xbox Series X and the PS5, what do you guys believe will or will not have the ability to stay relevant remembered at the end of the next console generation? So we're going to stick to the PS5 thing. And I have a very short list here of what is listed as the PS5 exclusives. So he's what I'm what I imagine what he's saying is is also oh, we're not gonna do Xbox PlayStation 5. What do you think of the PS5 exclusives that are announced? What do you think might stick around? Short list is Astro's Playroom, no. Bug Snacks, Deathloop, Demon Souls, Destruction All Stores, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall, Goodbye Volcano High, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Forbidden West, Oddworld Soulstorm, Project Athia, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Spider Man Miles Morales, Stray. Now, in this list, I see. Horizon Forbidden yep. West mm-hmm. sticking out. Yep. I see a possibility because Gran Turismo 7 is going to come out oh, with a bunch of copies because people love Gran Turismo. He's got an install base. Who gives a fuck? Go, sure, go drive a fucking Ferrari that feels like you're driving 30 miles an hour because it's a sim. I'd rather drive a Pinto in Need for Speed and do spinning, whirling, dri- drift moves around volcanoes because I like arcade racers. So Horizon looks like it's going to last. Oddworld Soulstorm, I think, has a possibility of maybe being a cult hit because Oddworld coming back mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah, I think that, that'll hit. Um, Ratchet and Clank is going to hit with the kids and everything, whatever. Miles Morales, I'm sure, is going to hit with. I think it's going to people. I think that's going to hit and then kind of go away. 
I don't and think what, it'll stand what the it test. What it is is it's Miles Morales is going to be a, it's basically a DLC add-on to Spider-Man. Yeah. So there's going to be Spider-Man relaunch with Miles Morales, and then there'll be a Spider-Man two. Mm-hmm. Sackboy Big Adventure I think is going to flop like every Sackboy game does, so, and then Project Athia I think has the most potential of being a new title. That's the Square Enix game, right? That's that Square shit that looks like Tomb Raider meets Final Fantasy fifteen. I think right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I think of the look how we looked over Godfall. <laughs> well, it's it's not that's not gonna stick unless it's free, but it's not. No, look at Dauntless. Dauntless was the same game. That's yes, that actually, Hunter yeah, game. exactly. It looks very much. Th- the thing with Godfall is it looks very much in the vein of like a Fortnite or a Dauntless. You you have that cartoony skin over it. No matter how much they want to make it look like Souls. It's not going to look like Souls. It looks yeah, like it fucking... plays like a cartoon game. Exactly. So I think of the PS5 exclusives, what may last, you know, and stick around. The Demon Souls remaster is going to be a big deal, but that's a that's from a previous generation. Uh, going to reinst- reinstall a new base or like it uh, reintroduce something to a new people and reinvigorate an install base that we're already here waiting to go and let's go, let's do it. I think Horizon Forbidden West is going to be a big title. I think that's going to be the big title. Um, I think Spider-Man's going to beat it because it's the biggest guy in the world. But I think that Horizon Forbidden West looks to be probably the best game here because whatever Project Athia is, is probably going to be a glitchy, weird mess when it comes out. Um, but maybe not. But, Christian, we appreciate your question. Yep. The other lengthy part we'll do on the next episode, It's been, which gives us some time to think. Let's look back at previous generations' launch titles, and see you know what held up, what didn't, and maybe use the use that kind of formula to see how it's going. Um, I do want to say that I do appreciate the Sony PlayStation 4's lifespan generation. I had a great time playing these games. I really loved my PS1, my PS2, my PS3, but I really loved my PS4. I had had a great time with it. I've had played some great games. Um, and I've had some good times, and I'm, I continue to have some great times with my system. So I appreciate very much, and uh, I give my PlayStation a five out of five. Yeah, it's probably my favorite console. It's my favorite console, man. PS3 was really great. I mean, PS2 was also PS2 very great. PS2 is probably second place for me. Yeah, PS2 is pretty much the greatest. But I mean, PS3 also had so many great games. Uh, the PlayStation in general. I've always been very supportive of, and I really have always known for some reason I really like this console. And I don't mean to be mean to Microsoft, but I just never really cared for their console. Like I said, someone gave me an OG Xbox. Someone gifted me a 360. I gave them back. I didn't have to do that. You know, I wanted to play Blue Dragon. I wanted to play Tao Fang, Fist of the Lotus. I wanted to play Jade Empire. But for some reason, I just couldn't do it. Uh, I feel at home when I'm on PlayStation. Uh, I know that's really shilly and weird for me to say, but it's just truth. I just love my console. I appreciate it very much. I have fun playing uh, games with my friends and games by myself, and I enjoy doing this podcast, podcast, podcast with you, my friend. You're my favorite uncle. <laughs> You're my favorite nephew. JK, I only <laughs> have one other nephew, so I have to say him. Uh, but yeah, but enjoy. it's late, and Uncle it's Aaron's got to get some bedtime. I've been going to bed at 11 p.m. every night and still waking up tired, so I'm scared. Hey, baby, it's all good. It's not hey, all good. You, well, it's not all good. 
Uh, we didn't do the bumps in the front. Where they can, where can the fuck can they find us again? Nerd. Just go to facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast, and you can use okay. nerds the podcast everywhere. But I mean, basically, just go to Gmail or Facebook because we don't stream. <laughs> yeah, or just uh, holler at your boy Jester nine five four on anything. I won't do the whole spiel. I'll do it next time. Uh, I want to connect with you guys, and be able to get a little more reach with the podcast, and. Uh, get a little more in there with you and communicate a little more. We do have a great in, a great install base with you guys, and we have made a lot of friends over the years, and we appreciate you all very much. But uh, we want more friends, and we want to make more of you laugh, and we want to have a lot of fun times with all of you. So if you enjoy this podcast, let us know. Holla at your boy. Uh, and I think that's about it, dog. We love you. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves, guys. We love you. Oops, sorry. too fast sorry you hit you good big baby you're all right i was just you're good that's all i was saying i appreciate you staying up late for that i know it was uh, it was a minute but i do appreciate you doing this with me yeah it was we started late because of me anyways goodbye guys (laughs)